Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Are you ready? Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness is in the house. I'm the man up in this piece. Jonas Knox. I don't shine shoes anymore. <laughs> yeah, Chief. This will be good. Jonas Knox is coming through your speakers like a right cross from a boxer that you've never heard of. They run through our ass like to a tin horn, man, and we could not stop it. And now, live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. What are you talking about? What is this, your first day on the job? Here's Jonas Knox. Get in the fast lane, Grandma. The bingo game is ready to roll. Somebody in the NFL is breathing a giant sigh of relief, according to several people with opinions on the matter. We'll get to the bottom of that coming up here in just a couple of moments. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM Channel 83 and on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are taking part in the program. We always appreciate a few minutes of your time as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Man, just a giant sigh of relief. I mean, somebody who's got to be feeling really, really good about themselves, or at least at least that much better based on some of the opinions I've been hearing over the past 24 hours. Andy Reid, man. Andy Reid, how dare he put Patrick Mahomes in jeopardy of dislocating his kneecap on a quarterback sneak. My God, Andy Reid has got to, I mean, he's got to feel like the weight of the world has been lifted off his shoulders because as we come to find out, 
It's best-case scenario for the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. A dislocation, no major ligament damage, he'll be out at least three weeks, but the expectation is he can come back and he can play this season. So a giant sigh of relief for Andy Reid. And if you believe that, you're dumb. That was the best part about this whole thing. Patrick Mahomes goes down with the injury, and all of a sudden, people are starting to place blame on Andy Reid. Oh, my God. Andy Reid, he called a quarterback sneak, and his quarterback's got a bum ankle. Hold on. If Patrick Mahomes had a neck issue, I get it. Guy's got a neck issue. You don't send him in there like a broken Pez dispenser into a pile and have him get his his block knocked off. I get it. If he had a shoulder issue... I get it. No quarterback sneak for Patrick Mahomes. 100%. Totally understand. Mitch Trubisky's got a bum shoulder. I can almost assure you Matt Nagy's not calling any quarterback sneaks on Sunday against the Saints because he's got a shoulder issue. If it's a hand issue, if it's like Steve DeBerg from the 90s where he had that like uh, Nintendo Power Glove with all the pins in his hand, I understand. No quarterback sneak makes all the sense in the world. We're talking about an ankle injury. He had an ankle injury. When are you more likely to injure your ankle again? On a quarterback sneak into a pile or in a drop back? You know, where he hurt it the last time. <laughs> the whole thing's insane. Insane. And Andy Reid is taking the blame for some of this. Like, how could you put him in that situation? I mean, you, you, the quarterback's got a bum ankle. You send him in there on a quarterback sneak, and then they uh, land on him, and he pops his uh, kneecap out. The ankle injury was on the other leg. Okay? It was on the other leg. It wasn't on the right leg. All right? So that doesn't even apply. If Andy Reid was running Mahomes on some sort of a naked bootleg uh, or rolling him out in the pocket or doing an old sprint right option like like Bill Walsh's Joe Montana teams and Mahomes' kneecap popped out, criticize it all you want. That's fine. Go right ahead. What are you doing? Guy's got a bum ankle. Like, Why is he running on it? We talked about it last week. One of the only bets that I want on Knox Locks, which, by the way, Knox Locks, we will get to that later on because that is a sinking ship. If you are betting anything and, and taking any advice I give you when it comes to gambling on the NFL, you're an idiot. He's trash. An absolute waste of time, waste of money, Garbage. and we will get into that, and I will destroy myself on the air for how bad I've been at that. But I digress. Garbage. One of the, the, the bets that we actually hit on, was Patrick Mahomes, when he did have the ankle injury on Sunday night football against the Indianapolis Colts, scrambled late in the game for like a 14-yard game. Like, I get it. I get it. Guys running 14 yards on a bum ankle. Probably not ideal. You want to criticize that? I, I totally get it. But we're talking about an ankle injury on the other leg, and now we're blaming Andy Reid for the, for the injury? Because of a quarterback sneak? Tom Brady's 42 years old. And I, I, can, I don't remember the last time there was a Patriots game where Tom Brady didn't have a quarterback sneak, where he didn't at least try a quarterback sneak. Up until last week, he was tied for the league lead amongst quarterbacks in rushing touchdowns on quarterback sneaks, and he's 42 years old. I think Tom Brady was a freshman at Michigan when Patrick Mahomes was born, and he's doing quarterback sneaks. And Tom Brady has been on the injury list, uh, what, like every week for the last decade because of some sort of lower leg injury? It just it doesn't make sense. 
That play can happen at any time during any NFL game. It's a collision sport. It's violence. Those things happen. And I'll be honest with you, from the look of it, it didn't take a whole hell of a lot to pop the kneecap out. I've had a dislocated kneecap. All right, this is the one thing Patrick Mahomes and I have in common. Outside of having a really strong arm, you give me a Nerf Turbo, uh, I can hit you from a state away. But never mind all that. I've dislocated my kneecap before. And you know what the doctor told me afterwards? He said, the reason you dislocate your kneecap is because the IT band, which is a band that runs from the hip to the knee, was so tight that it was ready to go at a moment's notice. And so it's like a spring. It just pops. That's what that looked like to me. Something that was ready to go at a moment's notice. It took one move the wrong way. Uh, It took one hit the wrong way, and it was going to happen. The fact that he didn't tear any ligaments, he's fortunate. My knee was messed up for a long time. I didn't have surgery. I still have an issue with my knee to my hip, all that, because I didn't have surgery. But I tore ligaments, had a bone bruise, all that stuff. So Patrick Mahomes is fortunate. This was almost the warning sign. Like, But Andy Reid sending him into a pile on a quarterback sneak isn't why Patrick Mahomes suffered the injury. It's football. Things happen. This isn't a Rex Ryan sending Mark Sanchez out in the fourth preseason game to, to get annihilated and knocked out for the year. That's not what this is. Sometimes stuff doesn't need blame. Sometimes things just happen. That's what happened on Thursday night with Patrick Mahomes. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, so I think that everybody's guilty of this to a certain extent, to where you will take something that's happened in a previous experience, and whether you realize it or acknowledge it or not, you will apply that to your criticism or your feelings of something present day. Here's an example. I'd been dating this gal for probably a couple of months. It was, it was pretty early on in the relationship. Real sweetheart. And uh, we're driving to my car, and a song comes on the radio. All right, I, whatever. It's not not my favorite song, but I didn't mind it. I don't mind the band. What it wasn't that big of a deal. And she blurts out, "I'll change this. I hate this song. I can't stand this band." And it was so over the top and so unlike anything I'd heard from her that I immediately responded with, "Let me guess, this is one of your ex's favorite bands, huh?" And she stopped, dead in her tracks. Because I was right. She carried that angst against her ex all the way to a song that came on in the radio, however long later, because she and applied that to her feelings about the band, which had nothing to do with anything to do with the ex other than the fact that he just happened to like the band. So she had criticism because she was being vindictive. The reason I bring that up Michigan is on the road at Penn State this weekend. Significant underdog. It looks like Michigan's going to get beat. They're a double-digit underdog. It's a whiteout. It's a night game. It's at Penn State. Penn State's playing really good football. Michigan's been struggling. Nobody knows what the offense. Just kind of, just kind of bizarre. And already, people are lining up with the recycle takes and the the torches, and they're ready to fire off on Jim Harbaugh again, who admittedly has been bad when he's been an underdog on the road against top 25 teams in the Big Ten. 
And already people are lining up just waiting, waiting to sink their teeth into another old take that they've been spinning out for the past couple of years on Jim Harbaugh. And it got me to wondering, why do people really like going all in on Jim Harbaugh being overrated? What is it really about this? Because it feels like there's something more there. It feels almost like maybe you had Jim Harbaugh in Michigan rated at a certain place and because they haven't delivered and they've made you look like you're wrong and you don't know what you're talking about and maybe they've burned you that maybe now you're turning around and having that vindictive anger and criticism towards Michigan and Jim Harbaugh because if you keep saying the same thing over and over again if you keep saying god Michigan's overrated they can't beat anybody then at some point whose fault is it that they're rated this feels like people who had Michigan a little higher up than they want to acknowledge are now coming back and being vindictive against Jim Harbaugh for not delivering in these big moments. That's what it feels like. It feels like the song came on in the car and it reminded you of your ex, so you took it out on the person who was playing the song. Like, it's not going to surprise anybody if Michigan loses at Penn State. Penn State's favored for a reason. They're a better football team. It's not going to surprise anybody if Penn State beats Michigan by 10 points. They're favored by 10 points. But it's at some point, you have to at least acknowledge that this is coming from somewhere. And if it's the same thing every single year, whose fault is it? Is it Michigan and Jim Harbaugh's fault that they play in a really tough conference and they lose in big-time games against really good teams? Or is it your fault because in your mind, you always have Michigan a little bit better than maybe they actually should be ranked? Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. I want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. All right. Coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. There is a developing situation with an NFL quarterback that I think we all need to keep our eyes on. Find out who it's involving next year on FSR. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount+, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. 
Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime Annual Plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up in a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR, we will... uh, I I actually want to hit on something in the NFL. There's been sort of a criticism of a group of people in the NFL that I don't think is entirely fair. So we will get to that here coming up a little over 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. So uh, I was mentioning the uh, Michigan-Penn State game, and I can just already see people warming up the pipes, getting ready for their Jim Harbaugh, uh, same take they've had for the past couple of years. He doesn't win big games. He's overrated. He's on the hot seat, blah, 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 blah. Just the same criticism all the way around. And so... It shouldn't be that much of a surprise that Michigan, if they lose this game, that that's the way that it goes because they were a significant underdog. In some places, they were 10-point underdogs uh, heading into this game against Penn State coming up on Saturday night. And then I got a uh, a text from Steve Fezzik of Straight Out of Vegas, who's one of the great uh, sports bettors in the country specializes in NFL, but one of the like, great minds. I've actually picked his brain about certain things. He looks at gambling from a, an aspect and, and from a point of view that is just different from everybody else. And he sent me a text and just said, the line is now down to seven and a half, and he has no idea why. And the first thing I thought of was, well, here we go. Like if, if Michigan ends up losing by 11 or 12, or if they're down four and there's a pick six and they lose by 11, people are going to say, oh, they were only a touchdown underdog on the road and still they lost by double digits. Like it's just like you can't win. And, and that's why it goes back to my original point. The, I wonder how much of this is people that had Michigan overrated themselves and because Michigan hasn't lived up to the expectations, they're now taking it out on Michigan. They're being vindictive with their criticism when it comes to Michigan, and I wonder how much of that applies here. Uh, all right. I, we got to get to this, though. This is uh, – <laughs> I have a strict rule, and actually it's not that strict because sometimes I follow it and sometimes I don't. I'm just going to be uh, be truthful here. But I, I, I have a thought that I always try and base my opinions on people in my interactions with them. So somebody can tell you how they feel about a certain individual, but it's not until I actually interact with that person that I decide my own opinion on them. Because people have agendas, people have had run-ins, people have had 
chemistry issues or conversations or arguments, and now they'll say something to somebody else, and it gets passed over to you, and you're never quite sure what you get or whether or not it's true. So I try and base my opinions on people in my interactions with them directly. But that being said, if you keep hearing the same stuff or just stuff in general from people around said person over and over, you at least have to consider the possibility that maybe some of it, there's some validity to it. You know, like maybe there's something to it. The reason I bring this up, there was a report in the offseason from anonymous players or personnel, whatever you want to call it, that uh, Carson Wentz, not the most well-liked guy in the Eagles locker room. Uh, Some guys felt like he gave preferential treatment to uh, Zach Ertz. Uh, Just not, not a real flattering or favorable commentary on Carson Wentz. And so, of course, you know, members of the Eagles pushed back on it. And they said, oh, no, that's not the case. And, you know, it's, it couldn't be further from the truth. There was other stuff about, oh, they, they liked Nick Foles a lot more than Carson Wentz. They rallied around Nick Foles, won a Super Bowl, but, you know, not really Carson Wentz. And they kind of dismissed it. And you think, okay, this is one of those one of those reports. It's like the uh, the Seth Wickersham report, that big uh, manifesto he put together on the New England Patriots. Uh, the one to where uh, Tom Brady hated Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, they locked him outside of uh, TB12, like like uh, Jimmy Garoppolo had run around ding dong ditching the place, and like oh, and then you see Tom Brady and Jimmy Garoppolo uh, at the Kentucky Derby together. Like it just like some some of this stuff, you know, can be overblown. But the, the, so that report came out in the off season, and then there was this uh, there was this moment late in the Eagles' Week Three game against the Lions. Where Carson Wentz had all the time in the world to try and find a receiver open downfield, and nobody was able to get open. And then as he's scrambling around, the offensive line just finally just stops blocking. They know the play's still going on, but they just kind of half-ass it, and they watch as their quarterback, who just got $100-plus million in the offseason, got buried by the Detroit Lions. And you thought, you know, I, I... I kind of would would think that if that was Tom Brady or somebody else back there, that those guys would be running over to make sure nobody piled on the quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, it just seems like that would be the move. You don't want to go defend your guy. And then uh, now, this week, uh, Josina Anderson of ESPN reported that um, there's also more criticism of Carson Wentz. Uh, An anonymous player... um, on the team, uh, and this from a source, said, uh, quote, um, Carson Wentz right now is 38% on passes that travel 15 air yards, has three interceptions on passes like that, which is tied for most in the league. Goes on to list a couple other stats and then says, right now he has nine touchdowns and zero interceptions on passes like that. So I do think it's an apt point. All right, Now that's, that's in talking about Carson Wentz's ability down the field and how he struggles down the field, but when it's a shorter pass or a shorter option, he has more success and that maybe it's just too complicated of an offense for Carson Wentz. So a direct shot again at Carson Wentz. So that's now three examples in less than a year of somebody in and around, reportedly, the Philadelphia Eagles who have taken a shot at Carson Wentz or stood around and watched as the Detroit, Detroit Lions dogpiled him in Philadelphia. So now we've got three different examples. At some point, whether you want to believe all three or one of three or two of three or one half of one and dismiss the other two and a half, that's fine. 
But at some point, don't we have to at least consider that maybe, at the very least, Carson Wentz just might kind of be a pain in the ass at some point? Like, do we have to at least can, like, how many more things do we have to see or hear about before we at least keep an open mind to the idea of, you know, maybe it's just a different vibe there with Carson Wentz than it is with Nick Foles. You remember when Nick Foles was named starter last season, Carson Wentz couldn't stay healthy. Nick Foles was named starter last season. This, this after he won a Super Bowl the year before, Chris Long and other players put up like a candlelight vigil in their lockers. Like they went to the 99 cent store and they got some of those religious candles and they lit them up in their lockers and they were having these seances uh, because Nick Foles was back. All hail Nick Foles. I don't recall anybody doing that when Carson Wentz came back. I don't know. I, I must have missed that one. And I'm a candle guy, right? I'm, I'm big into candles. Little tip, pro tip here from a pro candle sniffer. Always sniff the lid. Never sif- sniff the inside of the candle. That's the true scent when it starts to burn. I don't remember anybody doing that for Carson Wentz. I don't. I mean, I remember them not picking him up or not going over there to block when the Detroit Lions were piling on top of him. But I don't remember them lighting up a bunch of 99-cent store religious candles in the locker when he was brought back and in the starting lineup. I don't remember that. I asked Brady Quinn one time, I said, what do we get wrong the most as media members about the NFL or about teams or professional athletes? And he said the locker room. That it's different in the locker room than it's portrayed. We've been getting this portrayal of Carson Wentz being this humble, from a small school guy, does everything the right way, never in trouble off the field, just wants to go out there and be a gamer and hustle and play good football. We've been fed that. And yet here we are with multiple examples of maybe a different guy than we've been fed. Like, even if you don't believe the anonymous reports, what about the play against Detroit? Even if you don't believe the report that came out in the offseason, what about this one that came out during the season? Like, if people keep telling you something, you don't have to believe them, but at least make a mental note of the possibility that what you're hearing might have a little bit of truth to it. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. It's at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, I want to welcome in the crew. They're going to be riding shotgun with me until 6 a.m. Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Ryan Bershinger, your executive producer here on FSO. Tara Gara Ryan. Hello, Jonas. <laughs> I think I think we found our my drop. Is that is that the drop? Yeah. Okay, yeah, good. good uh, now, so Ryan Bershinger, uh, no Dodgers in the playoffs. You seem like uh, the stress has been lifted off, and you're just living life, just oh, excited, yeah. so relaxed. Yeah, ha- happy to be here. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I'm 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 in a wonderful, blissful state. Yeah, you you look really relaxed. You look like Bob Kraft walking out of that uh, Aikens of Origin, <laughs> Florida, or whatever yeah. it's called, Aikens of uh, Orchids of Asia, or whatever. Like, uh, who cares? <laughs> Not my cup of tea, but never mind. Uh, so uh, Ryan Bershinger is here. Uh, he will be uh, with us all the way until 6 a.m. Eastern time. Also with us all the way until 6 a.m. Eastern time, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Perfett, your technical producer here on Fox Sports Radio. Let's do it, boy. How's it going, Jonas? Uh, good. Well, Chris Perfett is our Lions insider. He does a lot of coverage for the Detroit mm-hmm. Lions, podcasts, articles, you name it. And, uh, whew, and the Lions got lioned, huh? There's always one every year, yeah. and even as people start to lose interest as the record goes down, there's always one, and people like gather around. I, I guess my favorite thing about doing it is, well, one, I mean, I, I do feel like 
the takes the takes afterward were hilarious because there was a lot of people saying the Lions should have a three score lead so they don't get hosed by the refs. And I'm not sure I can agree with that, but I don't know what to make of that. Yeah, just people want. I I don't know. Like I, I feel like you got to have a fairly officiated game. But I think where I start to lose the plot is where Detroit people assume there's some weird conspiracy against them from the NFL. To which I ask, like, where's the payout? There's Who wins? A, there's always a guy in pro wrestling. Um, who always has his back turns and mm-hmm. s- somebody like, you know, hits him in the nuts with his back turn. Right. That's the Detroit Lions. Like that's yep. that that's what they're known for. Like forever, every single year there's going to be a moment where they've got their back turn and some guy hits him in the balls. Some combined. someone's got a chair behind them, yeah. the ref isn't looking. Every time. They get smacked on the head with a chair, they yep. get down for the pin. Every yep. time. Yeah, that's the Detroit Lions. So uh so we just broke down Detroit Lion football. That's the least we could do here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, he is the voice of LA Sports Radio. You pay your damn respects to Kevin Figures. It's funny. I was talking to somebody earlier today about the Lions, and I was like, I wonder if they have like a curse on them or something. I'm like, what part in Lions history can you go back and say, this is where our downfall started? And I'm like, the 1950s or something? (laughs) They won the NFL championship? You say that, but there is the curse of Bobby Lane. Bobby Lane. They call it that. Yeah, okay. Listen, uh, I I think uh, I actually don't feel bad for him because they've been uh, cursing us with bad football on Thanksgiving for the last, you know, 50 years. You can't take that away from me. That's right. I mean, good God, man. Can we at least switch it up? No. I mean, at least get some other teams into the rotation. I'm with you on that. Just like, I mean, how many many times do. I, Mm -mm. I swear to God, I've spent more time with Matt Stafford on Thanksgiving than my own family. Like, I'm tired of it. Like, can we get some variety in our diets here? Can we get Mike McMahon back in there? For Christ's sakes, I swear to God. Like, like Scott Mitchell, Matt right. Stafford. Like, I got to keep Eric Kramer. I got to keep seeing these guys every single Thanksgiving. Don't forget, the, don't forget the greatness that was Joey Harrington, of course. Mm, yeah, oh, yeah. finest. <laughs> I just like, I mean, I, I don't look. I mean, it's it's tradition, and that's great. Um, I'm sure there are Lions fans who go every single year to that game on Thanksgiving. I couldn't do it. Gluttons for pain. The, they the, are. The last thing I want to do on Thanksgiving is, is sit around a bunch of people who know, hey, we're going to lose this game and I'm going to walk out of here pissed off. If I want to be around pissed off people, I just stay at home with the family on Thanksgiving. <laughs> I go to the game. So, Are we on the air, by the way? Uh, all right. Uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. So that whole crew will be with us until 6 a.m. Eastern time here on FSR. You can get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, up next, so there is a... There's a group of people in the NFL that I think are getting some criticism that I don't think is entirely fair. Find out who it is next on Fox Sports Radio. For all the latest, though, from around the world of sports, hey, look who it is, Kevin Figures. Hey, I'm back. Uh, we'll start with uh, Game 5 of the American League Championship Series where the Yankees were able to stave off elimination. They notched a 4-1 to win over Houston. All five runs in the game were scored in the first inning. Yankees got a solo home run from DJ LeMahieu, followed by a three-run shot from Aaron Hicks. Houston scored their run on a wild pitch by James Paxton, who otherwise was excellent. He pitched six innings, allowed just that one run, striking out nine on the night. Justin Verlander was saddled with the loss, though he did end up pitching seven innings with nine strikeouts after allowing those four runs in the first. Game six will be back in Houston Saturday night at 7 Eastern on FS1. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore, with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. College football on Friday night was spotlighted by fourth-ranked Ohio State, laying the wood to Northwestern 52-3. Justin Fields tossed four touchdowns 
touchdown passes. J.K. Dobbins had a touchdown rushing and receiving and rushed for over 120 yards. Marshall with a victory over Florida Atlantic 36-31. Fresno State hammered UNLV 56-27. Pitt now 5-2 on the season. They beat Syracuse 27-20. The Orange are now 0-3 in ACC play. Back to Jonas Knox. Thanks, Kev. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Coming up in about uh, 12 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, um, I actually think there is something that could be a blessing in disguise. I think it could be a blessing in disguise. Uh, We will get to that here uh, 12 minutes from now on FSR. So there's been uh, some criticism over the last week. Um, I would call it, uh, and we are coming to you here, obviously, from Fox Sports Radio in Southern California, but we are on the flagship of Fox Sports Radio AM570 LA Sports. And so for people that have been listening on AM570 LA Sports, for people that aren't listening on AM570 LA Sports, let me go ahead and fill you in. There's been a lot of criticism about the fan interest in football in LA, right? It was as low of a moment for football in Los Angeles since both the Chargers and the Rams got here last week because you had the Rams seemingly outnumbered by 49er fans in their own building, and they got pounded on. You had the L.A. Chargers definitely outnumbered by Steeler fans in their own building slash soccer stadium in Southern California in a primetime game. And so the look is, oh, my God. God, nobody wants to go to these games and they have no fan base and they don't have a stadium right now and it's going to be a little while and blah, 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 blah. The optics were bad. It looked bad. From a national standpoint, you're probably thinking to yourself, my God, do they even want to go to games? Like there are certain fan bases around the country that are disgusted by the lack of fan interest when it comes to football in L.A., if you're an Eagles fan, man, you live for those. If you're a Cowboy fan, die hard, you go to those games. The Packers, the Bears, the Steelers, so much so that they took over L.A. with, with the L.A. Chargers. Steve DeSager, Fox Sports Radio uh, uh, national update anchor, he's also was reporting last Sunday from the Charger-Steeler games. He works the Charger home games. He's worked every Charger home game since they've moved to the soccer stadium in L.A., and he called into Fox Sports Radio last week, and he told me it was legitimately, at and, and this is at the bare minimum, 80% Steeler fans. 80%. Bare minimum. That, that's a soft estimate. Probably more like 85 or 90. So in a football stadium, which is considered to be your home, 8 to 9 out of 10 people were rooting for the visiting team. Okay, just think about that. Eight to nine people out of 10 were rooting for the visiting team on a primetime game with a third string quarterback in. That's how bad it was. And Steve, who's been to all, every single one of these games, said, it's by far the worst I've seen. It's the worst I've seen. And so the conversation turns to, my God, like, why don't people care? Like, why, why do people in L.A. not care? And they'll give you the whole, well, there's so much to do in L.A. Well, yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot to do in L.A. I, I get it. You know, there's, there's, there's also a lot of people in L.A., you know? Like, th- this whole, oh, they can go to the beach. And they, not everybody in L.A. is a surfer, okay? Most people don't live near the beach. They can get there if they want to, but most people don't really live near the beach. Not everybody in L.A. is a surfer, 
right? So, so that's a misnomer. That's crap. The problem is people are expecting a group of people to care about something that they learn to live without. This isn't like Cleveland when the Browns left and went to Baltimore. When you had uh, 45-year-olds in bull mastiff masks show up to court crying because their football team left. Like, it isn't like that. And when they were gone, they were gone for what, three, four, five years maybe? Maybe? Got them a brand new team, the Browns are back, and let's roll. Football was gone from L.A. for 20 years. It was gone. People lived without it, and they learned to live without it. And little newsflash for people out there, and maybe there are some people that aren't going to be happy that I say this, but I'm going to be honest with you. Little newsflash. Nobody really cared that much that football came back to L.A. It wasn't like this big, hey, everybody, football's back. It was, oh, we got an NFL team? That's cool. So uh, what else is going on? It wasn't, it, it, there was no clamoring for it. It was, it's cool. You can go see an NFL game and not have to travel or hop on a plane. That's awesome. But it wasn't like people were dying to have football back. They've made steady strides. They've improved for sure. The Rams play and the Rams practice, their facility is in Thousand Oaks, California. I live in Thousand Oaks, California. I, no joke, side streets am four minutes away from where the Rams practice. It's cool to have them in town, but nobody's like stalking them outside the gates. Nobody's, uh, you know, making sure they can get a picture with them. There's been no issues. None of the guys have been jerks around town. All have great reputation. Sean McVay reportedly is a great guy. There's been no, but there's no like diehardness to this team. It's not there. And the reason it's not there is because it's still new and they were gone for 20 years. Like, it's like Tom Hanks shows up to his ex's house after she thinks he died on that deserted island uh, when he may or may not have had some sort of an intimate relationship with that volleyball. We still don't know. I'd like to see some of the B-sides of that movie or the unedited films or, or cuts of it, but who knows? But it's like, you imagine Tom Hanks showing up to that girl's front door and saying, what do you mean you moved on without me? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> she thought you were dead. You've been gone for several years. All right. Nobody's heard from you. Believe it or not, people move on. People find other things. People get interested in more. Like, you can't wait around forever. People were done waiting around for football to come back, and they learned to live without it. And then what ended up happening is you started to root for other teams. I have a buddy who's a diehard Cleveland Browns fan. Do you want to know why he's a Browns fan? Do you think he's from Cleveland? No. He's from Calabasas. He's from Malibu. The reason he's a Browns fan is because the only football that he got accustomed to growing up was playing Madden, and he played high school football. And the Browns were the worst team on the game, and he thought it would be cool if he could win a game with the worst team in the game. So he picked the Browns. People are bigger fans of teams outside of L.A. than their own football teams in L.A. because they were gone for 20 years. And when you learn to live without something, you're not all that shaken or excited or emotional when they finally come back. It's going to take time to sit here and pile on the entire city that they don't know how to support a team. No, it's not that they don't know how to support a team. They just learn to live without it. And now that it's back, eh, it's cool. And maybe it'll get a little better, but 
I, I just I don't think people need to be criticized because they're not that the biggest fans of the Rams and the Chargers at this point. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. You can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Uh, coming up next. We have a uh, blessing in disguise, a blessing in disguise on something that actually could be bad news. Find out what it is next year on FSR. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn. Alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's he going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, Coming up in a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR, it is a sinking ship. It is uh, the biggest disaster in sports. It's an embarrassment. It's been mocked, ridiculed, made fun of, all of that by me. It is Knox Locks, the biggest disaster anywhere on sports radio. It's trash. It is so bad. So bad. But you know what? Keeps getting back up. Keeps on, uh, keeps uh, answering the bell every time. It's the Arturo Gotti of uh, Sports Talk Radio. Knox locks. Right when you think it's done, it just comes back and it's got a little something left in the tank. So uh, we will get to that uh, absolutely rock bottom. Like, I thought it was rock bottom when uh, I was betting on whether or not a sex toy would get thrown onto the field at the Bills game. (laughs) 
uh, this is rock bottom. What has happened? And uh, it, I'm embarrassed. And you know what, though? You got to face some music. So we will have that for you a little bit uh, over 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. I want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earned at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. Right now, it is time for this. There are so many stories in the world of sports, and most of them are a complete waste of time. TMZ reports. Now, let's get kinky. Here's some of the big stories from the last week. But Jonas, the real question is, do you care? I don't care. All right, well, let's find out. We turn it over to our executive producer, Ryan Bershinger, to see what we've got. Bersh, what were people talking about? Zion Williamson is expected to miss the first couple weeks of the season. Jonas, do you care? Okay, yes. Because it's Zion and he's really fun to watch. But I do actually think this is a blessing in disguise. Here's why I say that. Why, if if you could be fashionably late to something, wouldn't you want to be fashionably late to where, hey, you know, all eyes on me. Zion now is going to miss some time, which means his debut is going to be on a standalone stage, not mixed in with all these other brand new teams with these super teams and guys uh, moving from one conference to the next and all the storylines that come along with it. There's enough of that going around the NBA. Zion is going to have his own night and his own debut. I think in the meantime, they're going to get him under a certain uh, weight to try and make sure he takes some of the pressure off his joints. I actually think this is a blessing in disguise from a marketing standpoint and from from a sports radio standpoint because if there's nothing else going on at least we can talk about zion's debut later on next roger goodell is exploring the option of expanding the season to 17 games jonas do you care don't give up yeah get out of my face man i'm so tired of hearing about this 17 game schedule how many more times are they going to bring this up like stop trying to jockey for position early on before the negotiations are happening and the cba gets done If you actually think players are going to agree to a 17-game schedule without getting a significant chunk of the money that comes in and the revenue, you're crazy. Next. China, the entire country of China, wanted Daryl Morey to be fired. Jonas, do you care? Stop it. I mean, look. (laughs) I mean, if you you wanted to see, they always tell you, you know, don't, don't look up how hot dogs are made. Because you'll never have one again. If you wanted to see how hot dogs were made in uh, in the NBA, just have LeBron do another interview. All right. Like if you want to see the ingredients of the entire league, just have LeBron, LeBron have LeBron explain what what the what the priorities are: uh, freedom or his bottom line. I just. It's it, it's people were they were so exposed to what the truth really is that it's laughable at this point, And I'm moving on. Next. In regards to the Packers' running game, Devontae Adams tweeted earlier this week, Our one-two punch at running back is filthiest. If you disagree, well, you're on meth. Jonas, do you care? I actually do. I Here's what, I, now, I, I couldn't care less about his, his football uh, expertise when it comes to the cor- uh, running back position. Whatever. You think your one-two punch is great? Cool. The fact that he actually used meth on social media, that's brilliant. I mean, that's that's overnight sports radio stuff here. That's like what people uh, tell me uh, I'm using when I have a bad take or a bad pick in a game. Like, I, I actually give him credit that he went the drug route in talking about, instead of just saying, well, you're an idiot. He said, no, no, no. Not only are you not dumb, in fact, you're not even anything like that. You're just a drug addict. The fact that he went drug addict or on meth, I think, you know, tells me a lot about him. Uh, A for originality. Next. 
Rookie phenoms and brothers Jack and Quinn Hughes will face off against each other for the first time in their NHL careers on Saturday as the Canucks visit the Devils. Jonas, do you care? Who gives a- no, I don't. Next! <laughs> um, Zombieland 2 uh, is released this weekend. How about that, Jonas? Do you care? Zombieland 2. Zombieland yeah. 2, yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't give a- Yeah, I, I couldn't care less. I, I'm so tired of zombies. I'm sick of it. How many more zombie movies do we need? They're like Fast and Furious movies. Like, how many more times do we need to see unrealistic tricks in sports cars with bad acting before we go, you know what? I think we've pretty much capped out and maxed out everything we can with this franchise. Zombieland 2, uh, Walking Dead, Zombie This. I'm tired of it. There is one zombie, and it's white zombie. And no, I'm not racist for saying that. You can look it up. It's a band, a great band from the 90s. It's Rob Zombie, who's a singer, white zombie all day. It's single-handedly the biggest disaster and embarrassment in all of sports, and I'm the author of it. We'll get to that here coming up in just a couple of moments. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can uh, listen to us on SiriusXM Channel 83 and on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are taking part of the program. We always appreciate a few minutes of your time as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios for 15 minutes. Could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So, I'll be honest, like, we've been doing this, we've been doing Knox Locks on this show for, I don't know, since the show's been around, four or five years, whatever, however long it's been. And, uh, I, it, you know, it's just fun to do. Like, we're, you know, messing around and, you know, making picks. And a lot of times, these aren't even game lines in the NFL, but I'll go through, I'll pick, like, you know, five games each week. Uh, it's, you know, sometimes it's uh, it could be a prop bet. Uh, maybe I'll just make a prediction. You know, more than one quarterback is going to play for a team. We've done those before. Um, like, it, it could be anything. But it's really, so it's not geared towards just betting lines. Um, it's not geared towards just your typical picks on on any of this stuff at any point. So I, tr- I try and make it to where we can have a little bit of fun and we can be unique. But if there are betting lines that I like or I feel strongly about, I'll pick them. And you would think at this po- at this point, studying and being around the NFL and spending as much time talking about the NFL that I would, you know, have a pretty good grasp on on what exactly, you know, may happen from week to week. And you would think that. You would think, oh, at least he'd have a decent idea. And over the past four or five years since we've been doing Knox Locks, I've never had a losing season. Like the worst I've ever done was I think I went like 53%, which isn't that great, but it's also not bad, you know, for a season long worth of picks. And I think that was last year. And then all of a sudden this year rolled around. <laughs> Yeah, this year rolled around, man. And uh, I thought it was rock bottom when I was betting on whether or not they were going to throw a sex toy on the field at the Bills-Patriots game because they do it every year now. It's tradition. It's tradition. It's like uh, Groundhog Day, you know, uh, Punxsutawney Phil, um, Turkey on Thanksgiving, um, you know, green and red on Christmas. Sex toy on the field, Bildo on the turf, Patriots Bills. I mean, that's it's tradition now. That's just the way it is. And so um, I thought that was rock bottom. And then all of a sudden last week came around. And uh, last week was full of just regrettable decisions. And I'll give you the reasoning behind each one of those. Um, so I had the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus two and a half 
I had him uh, in London against the Carolina Panthers. Obviously, they lost that game. Jameis Winston threw 38 interceptions in that game. It was terrible. Uh, the reason I took the Ta- uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, was because Brady Quinn on our show previously told us about how he had this philosophy when it came to London games that the team who travels out second always is at a disadvantage because of the scheduling and your body getting used to the international clock. Well, I went against Brady Quinn because F him i didn't want him to be right again so i took tampa bay lost Uh, i took the kansas city chiefs minus four against the texans i thought for sure kansas city was going to rebound get out of here i mean the texans have burned me so many times before get out of my face loss i took the uh, jacksonville jaguars minus one against the saints clearly the line didn't make sense to me somebody must have known something i'm not going to fall for the trick i knew new orleans was a better team but i'm still going to take jacksonville loss so then you're thinking oh well at least you can go two and three and salvage some sort of dignity when it comes to all this so what did i do what did i do i god forbid i take philip rivers to beat a third string quarterback on sunday night football by more than five and a half by more than five points god forbid how dare I think Philip Rivers could beat out a uh, Devlin Hodges or whatever the hell that guy's name is for the Pittsburgh Steelers? How I mean, what the hell was wrong with me? Oh no, no, no. I, two minutes into the game, I knew it was over. That's a loss. And then, of course. Everybody's favorite stripper in the NFL, the Atlanta Falcons, who seem, oh man, what a great idea that is. I'd love to get involved. And then all of a sudden you realize a couple of weeks later, that was a terrible idea. That was that was an awful idea. The Atlanta Falcons who just continue to seduce me every single week and bring me back all the way through. Matt Bryant can't hit an extra point at the end. Atlanta loses. I had Atlanta minus two. They lost by one. Translation, 0-5 last week. And five. I don't know if I've ever done it before. I don't know if anybody's ever done it before. I'm telling you this right now. If you are not fading me on these picks, you're an idiot. And I don't feel bad that you lose money. Whatever I say, pick the opposite. Whatever I say. But you know what? I'm not a quitter. All right? There's no quit on this show. So we're back for another edition. And guess what we're doing this time? We're going 5-0. and oh. Hey, lock it. Let's lock in. And now. And now. Knox Locks. Lady, what is that? Rams and Falcons. Oh, look who it is again. Oh, it's it's the uh, seductive Atlanta Falcons that I fall for every single week. I fall for the Atlanta Falcons Hello, every week. Nurse. Nobody's a bigger believer in the Atlanta Falcons outside of Arthur Blank than me nationally on sports radio. I I feel like I pick them every single week and every single week they burn me. And I said it a week ago. I said, "Man, the Atlanta Falcons are like that that person that you break up with and you swear you're never going to be seen with and you're never going to talk to again and then a couple of weeks later you run into them at happy hour and 2 hours after that you guys are in the back of an Uber together. Guess what? I cancel my Uber membership. F the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons have screwed me over more times than anybody I've ever dated or trusted with my money. I'm their doormat, and I'm tired of it. I have believed in the Atlanta Falcons for the last time. I'm officially done with the Falcons. This is a Falcons-free show when it comes to betting, moving forward, and betting on them. I like the Rams here. The Rams are a three-point favorite. This is in Atlanta. It's a 1 p.m. Eastern time kickoff on Fox. Look, the addition of Jalen Ramsey... It's a boost. It's an upgrade. 
He's a better player than what they had there before. Congratulations to the Rams on that. The real issue in L.A. has been their offensive line, though. And you know what the Falcons don't do well? Play defense. You know what the Falcons really don't do well? Rush the quarterback. Atlanta's tied with Miami for the fewest sacks in the season at five. Anytime you're tied with Miami and anything other than hot fans and the amount of blow on an offensive line coach's desk, that's bad news, and it's bad news for the Atlanta Falcons. I think the Rams bounce back against a bad football team, and I get my revenge on Atlanta. Give me the Rams minus three. Lady, what are you touch? Dolphins and Bills. This is a 1 p.m. Eastern time kickoff in Buffalo. The Bills are scoring 18 points per game. That's what they're doing on offense. And they're favored by 17 in this game. What am I missing here? I I, I like Buffalo. They're a great story. Good fan base. I think they've got a pretty good coaching staff. They were in the playoffs a couple of years ago. I like their defense a lot. Josh Allen is really fun to watch. If, if he can dial it down and not be so risky with the football, he's got all the talent in the world. But I don't trust Buffalo as 17-point favorites against anybody. Don't get me wrong. Miami stinks. They're terrible. They're the Knox Locks of the NFL. But I trust a veteran quarterback on the road in a place he's very familiar with in Ryan Fitzpatrick, who not only played in Buffalo, but has played at Buffalo several times as a starting quarterback in the NFL. I trust him over Josh Rosen at this point. And if I'm getting 17 points from a team that only averages 18 a game on offense, I'm going to take you. Give me the Dolphins plus 17. Lady, what are you Texans at Colts. This is a 1 p.m. Eastern time kickoff, an AFC South battle. The Indianapolis Colts are a one-point favorite. After last week at Kansas City, you think the Texans are a slam dunk. You think the Texans are easily the team to beat in the AFC South. If you know anything about the AFC South, you know that most of the teams in the AFC South are what I like to call Forever 500. One week, they're one of the better teams in the league, and the next week, they're crap. And this is how I feel about this game. Houston is 1-4 in in their last five against the Indianapolis Colts, and the Colts are coming off their bye. I see it as an emotional letdown off a big win in Kansas City for Houston a week ago, starting to feel themselves a little bit. I like the Indianapolis Colts, a rested Indianapolis Colts team favored by a point at home. Cardinals and Giants. The Giants are a three-point favorite. This is a 1 p.m. Eastern time kickoff on Fox. So the feeling with the Cardinals is, quote-unquote, they're on to something. They've won two straight games. Cliff and Kyler have started to figure it out. No, they just played the Bengals and Falcons and were fortunate they didn't blow the game last week. Let's calm down here. Had Matt Bryant not uh, missed an extra point at the end of that game, maybe I would have won a game last week in my Knox locks, and most likely Arizona loses that game because they were dominated late in the second half and in the fourth quarter. So give me a break with that. I don't I don't trust Arizona at all. I think Kyler Murray is playing better, but I like the Giants here. Extra rest. Coming off a Thursday night game against the New England Patriots, you're at home and you get Saquon Barkley back. This is actually the game I spotted before the season as when I thought Daniel Jones was going to get his first start of the season. The reason I spotted it is this one is because they were coming off 
a week and a half rest after a Thursday night game at New England playing against a team who's rebuilding themselves. I like the Giants here. The Cardinals are giving up 29 points per game this season, and they've got to travel to the East Coast. Give me New York minus a three. The lady, what is that? Eagles and Cowboys. This is Sunday night football. The Dallas Cowboys are a two and a half point favorite. If this game were in Philly, I take the Eagles, but it's in Dallas. So I like the Cowboys in this spot. I think they're really evenly matched, but I think there's been a lot of noise surrounding the Cowboys lately. But can we please look at the three losses for the Dallas Cowboys? You were at the Saints on Sunday Night Football. I don't want to hear anything about Teddy Bridgewater. That's a tough place to play. And as we've seen from the New Orleans Saints, that defense travels, it carries, and they play really, really good football. So I don't I don't really... I'm not going to crucify the Cowboys for losing on Sunday night in New Orleans. I think a lot of teams would. Uh, you also lost to the Green Bay Packers. Yes, they got down early, and they were fighting back to get into that game, and it was probably the worst look of the season for the Dallas Cowboys. I get it. And then at the Jets. Everybody wants to look at it being the Jets, and oh my God, the Jets hadn't won a game all season. There were circumstances surrounding that game that I didn't think were all that favorable for the Dallas Cowboys. Sam Darnold was coming back. It was a different team than the team that you've seen on tape. You've got Le'Veon Bell there. You've got a talented team. It's a home game for the New York Jets, and still the Cowboys were in that game late. If they hit a two-point conversion, maybe they force overtime. I don't think the Dallas Cowboys are as good as they were the first three games of the season, but I don't think they're nearly as bad as what a lot of people are making them out to be in the last three games of the season. I also think there's at least some turmoil in Philadelphia. Doug Peterson comes out and guarantees a win earlier this week after he cuts a player for trash-talking Kirk Cousins last week, yet he comes back and guarantees a win and then comes back in a press conference afterwards and denies it. Like It's just weird what's happening there. Like Outside of the injuries, there's just a weird vibe there. The Carson Wentz stuff, you've got another anonymous source third time, second or third time in the la- less than a year that somebody's come out and criticized Carson Wentz on, on his own team. I see this as a bounce-back game for the Dallas Cowboys. It's in prime time. It's at home. Give me the Cowboys minus two and a half. And that is your Week 7 edition of Knox Locks. Knox. Damn right. You know what? Hey, listen, most people would give up. Most people would say, I'm out of here, man. I can't deal with the stress. I don't want to hear from the trolls on social media. I don't want to hear people bust my balls about how bad I am. Here I am standing before you. I've been pantsed on national radio all throughout the course of the season. I'm eight games under 500, and I'm showing up to give you winners. And if you're smart, you'll go completely the opposite on all of those. So I don't want to hear any, anybody complain I want winners. if they take those bets and, uh, and they end up losing. So there's that. All right. Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox at the Jonas Knox on Twitter as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. All right. Coming up next, um, intimate knowledge of a situation involving a quarterback in the NFL. Find out what we're talking about next on Fox Sports Radio. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. I heard a uh, a, a podcast with Rob Zombie on it. He was on a Joe Rogan's podcast, and you'd never so Rob Zombie. You look, he like House of a Thousand Corpses and White Zombie and all that. And growing up, he wanted to be a hockey player. Like, he was, like, a big-time Boston Bruins fan, I guess. I could so, see it. Yeah, he's just, like, he was really into hockey. Um, Enforcer. Yeah. yeah, he just and, – and so much so, he loved hockey so much that he actually wanted to make a documentary on uh, – what are they – is it the Broad Street Bullies, the Flyers from the yeah, – uh, yeah, yeah, Broad Street Bullies. Yeah, yeah, he wanted to make a documentary on the that team and that era of, of uh, Flyers hockey, but it just never came to fruition. But uh, – yeah, first uh, first album I ever bought, Astro Creep 2000 by White Zombie. It's good, man. Stood the test of time. All right, uh, Jonas Knox here uh, on Fox Sports Radio. Um, and by the way, the reason we're talking about it is because there's some movie. Was it uh, Zombie World Five or something like that? Burst. What's the name of the dumb movie? That's Zombie Land out? Two. All right, yeah. So a uh, Zombie Street Seven uh, coming out this weekend in theaters. Um, I like how many more zombie films do we need? You know, like I just. <laughs> I like are are we done man? <laughs> I mean 
You know, like you want to see like dead dead bodies walking around. Not five. Like not six. Not seven. I don't get like what what is people's obsession with seeing dead bodies walk around? Like if you want that, uh what either you got two options. Watch Weekend at Bernie's or go intern at a morgue. I got a thing about dead bodies. Yeah, I'm not into them. All right. Uh, we are brought to you by Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. All right. So we are going to have Guess That Garbage coming up in uh, under 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Guess That Garbage is, how can I describe it? Well, if, if you follow the NFL, if you think you know the NFL, if you're a fan of the NFL and you've been paying attention over the past several days, it should be no issue whatsoever at all. Not complicated questions, not difficult, but we open it up to you, the listening audience, to be a star on national radio. So if you know the NFL, 877-99 on Fox is the number to call. 877-996-6369. Guess that garbage is coming up less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. If you've got the balls to be a star on national radio, 877-99 on Fox, a game that you guys are, you know, for the most part, terrible at. All right, so... The uh, news is what they're calling as best as can be expected when it comes to the uh, Patrick Mahomes injury. So he goes down with a dislocated kneecap. Um, the, the comedic aspect of it was uh, people blaming Andy Reid for calling a quarterback sneak uh, because he had a bum ankle that led to the dislocated kneecap. Uh, makes no sense at all. <laughs> like, I, I just uh, I, I don't understand like uh, how people come to that conclusion that uh, that that the ankle, the other ankle means that the kneecap pops on the other leg. I don't know how that happens. Uh, that's like me uh, saying because I have a hangnail, I'm more likely to tear my rotator cuff on the other arm. I don't I don't know how that works. I don't that. Call me stupid, whatever. I don't know how that works. But uh, nonetheless, that's been the uh, pushback. But all things considered, um, if you're Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, you've got to feel pretty good about the situation and that you're going to get him back probably in a few weeks, um, and he's going to be there for the regular season. And I think they're still the favorite to win that division and get into the postseason. But I would love to talk to Patrick Mahomes. I, I would love to talk to Patrick Mahomes because I know exactly what he's feeling. Because I I dislocated my kneecap probably 12 years ago now. A little over 12 years ago. And the way I did it was I was playing, I was in a, at a family reunion in Monmouth, Illinois. And I was there with uh, my brother, my dad, my mom, uh, my girlfriend at the time. We go to this family reunion. And it's the Midwest. And it's a family reunion. And it's a small town. And so everybody gets together at, a, at a, a small house in Monmouth, Illinois, which is the western part of the state near Galesburg, uh, where all my family is from uh, on my dad's side. And what do you do at those events? You know, you uh, you drink. It's what you do. And so it's cooler beers and it's old style, which is a Chicago beer I think we were having or drinking at the time. And we start playing a pickup basketball game. And... You know, and it's not to take a shot, but my girlfriend at the time, eh, horrendous at basketball. We'll just put it at that. Just horrendous. Threw me a pass. I went up to catch it. It was a little bit over my head. And when I came down, 
I just felt my my leg give out. And I went down on the ground and there was just this discomfort. And I reached down and I was wearing jeans and through my jeans, I can feel my kneecap next to my calf. And there's just a canyon in the middle of my left leg. And I remember saying, uh, telling my brother, hey, uh, I'm done. <laughs> like, it's done. Uh, you know, uh, F you, get up, come on, we're not done with the game yet, let's finish the game. I said, no, 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 I'm done. Like, you don't understand. He comes over, feels the outside of my my knee, and goes, oh, God. And so it was a dislocated kneecap. Well, uh, my cousin, who happened to work uh, and and was an EMT, knew exactly what to do with it. So... The whole time, it's hard to breathe because you're, you're just thinking to yourself, like, what is this pain? Like, it's this weird pain, and it's uncomfortable, and you can't move your knee. You're trying to move it, but you can't move it. It's, like, locked in this position. And then came over and popped the kneecap back in. So reason I want to talk to Patrick Mahomes is because I know exactly what he was feeling when he went down. When he took his helmet off and he was laying there and he just had this look on his face, like almost like he couldn't breathe, that's what happens. Like that's the exact, you don't, you can't move your leg. You can't really identify the pain. It just feels like something's not in place, literally. And that's, that's the feeling you get through your whole body. There's just something not right. And then when they pop the kneecap back in, which you sh- you could clearly see on television, when you see the kneecap go back in, it is the greatest feeling in the world. Like there, like if you've got to go to the bathroom really bad, and you finally go, and if you're a, like, listen, this is ladies, this is what guys do. All right, I'm gonna just spill the beans here. This is what happens when a guy's been holding on to number one for a long time. Every single time. He gets into a restroom. If there's nobody else in the restroom and it's a public restroom, guaranteed, he gets there, starts doing his business, count to four or five, and he'll lean his head back and go, total relief. That's what guys do. And so when they pop your kneecap back in, it is the most, like, just complete relief. Are you just think, oh my God. And then once they pop it back in, it feels normal. Like you feel like you can walk around like, oh, I'm, I'm fine. Like everything feels fine. And so when I stood back up, I thought I was fine. I went to go walk and my entire leg was wobbling. Now mine was worse than Patrick Mahomes because I did ligament damage and I did, but my entire leg was wobbling. And so... My biggest takeaway was if you want to blame Andy Reid and you want to be critical of Andy Reid, okay, be critical of Andy Reid. I just think it's dumb. A quarterback sneak had nothing to do with this. What my doctors told me is that my IT band, which ran from the hip all the way down to the knee, was so tight that it was going to go at any moment because I hadn't rolled it out. I hadn't hadn't worked on it. And most people don't realize there's a band that runs from your hip all the way to your knee. So the first time you roll it out on one of those foam rollers, it's excruciating because it's all these knots that have been built up. You're walking around, your, your legs carry all your weight so you build up these knots in the side of your legs and they told me look it was going to happen at any at any point because you were so tight there that it was going to take the the smallest movement and the kneecap was going to go and it was going to dislocate look back at the play on Patrick Mahomes 
it wasn't that significant of a hit. That tells me that he was so tight in and around that area that it was going to go at any moment. So the quarterback sneak had nothing to do with it. And I'm not saying this to try and play doctor. I had the exact same injury. The exact same injury. And I know exactly what they told me. So, like, when when he's walking off the field, I didn't have an issue with anything Andy Reid did calling the quarterback sneak. My biggest issue was I, I was almost yelling at the tell, like, hey, trainers, hold him up. His leg's not stable right now. I remember trying to walk after I did mine and thinking to myself, ooh, this is not normal. Like, this doesn't, like, I have no, my stability's completely off. Until I got a brace on, I, I didn't trust it because it just felt like it was shaky, it was wobbly. Like, so when people are talking about, oh, my God, you know, the, the risk of it and all, yeah, th- there's a risk in football when there's a quarterback sneak. But I had more of an issue with Patrick Mahomes walking off without any assistance. And the fact that he was able to do it and they weren't overly concerned tells me that they really dodged a bullet because it is it is an odd injury, but it's one of those things to where once you have it, you can identify in that moment it brings back every sensation that you had. When I saw the kneecap pop out, I knew immediately. I texted a buddy of mine, dislocated kneecap, word for word on the text. I said, when people are trying to figure out what it was, I said, dislocated kneecap, and they won't know how long he'll be out until they find out whether or not he tore ligaments. Because I did a bunch of ligaments in mine, and I had a bone bruise that was there for like nine months. The fact that Patrick Mahomes is able to walk off in good spirits and he's going to be back in a few weeks, I think everything's going to be all right. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. That is at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox is the number for you if you want to be a part of Guess That Garbage. It is the uh, it, preeminent. NFL trivia show and segment anywhere on sports radio, 877-99 on Fox. Uh, But before we get to that, for all the latest from around the world of sports, Kevin Figures. The Yankees were able to stave off elimination on Friday night as they notched a 4-1 win in Game 5 of the American League Championship Series. New York hit two home runs off of Astros ace Justin Verlander in the first inning. They scored all four of their runs in that first frame. James Paxton pitched six innings of four-hit ball, allowing just one run while striking out nine. Giancarlo Stanton did return to the lineup as the DH and went 0-3. for He missed the last three games with a quad injury for New York. Game 6 will be tonight at 7 Eastern on FS. One online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. A quartet of college football action on Friday night. Fourth ranked Ohio State was in the one chair. They dismantled Northwestern 52 to 3. J.K. Dobbins ran for 121 yards and scored two touchdowns. Justin Fields tossed four touchdown passes through the air. Pittsburgh led Syracuse 24-6 at halftime. They held on for a 27-20 victory. Marshall over Florida Atlantic. Fresno State hammered UNLV. News out of the NFL, Packers will be without receiver Devontae Adams on Sunday against Oakland. Alma Kamara and Jared Cook out for the Saints against Chicago. Amari Cooper, Lyle Collins, and Tyron Smith expected to suit up and play against the Eagles for the Cowboys on Sunday night. Back to Jonas Knox. Thanks, Kev. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, in about uh, 12 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, uh, I I can't even believe that it was allowed to happen 
in the world of sports. There's something that happened in the world of sports. I can't even believe it was allowed to happen um, involving somebody that you probably don't like. So we'll get to that here 12 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Right now, though, it is time for a little something on the show we do call this. Oh, my God. What the hell is that smell? These two teams flat out stink. Stinks. It always has stunk. He stinks. This stinks. He stunk. Welcome to the party, baby. How's that? It's Guess That Garbage. Yeah, you bet your ass. Guess That Garbage here on Fox Sports Radio. We do it every single week here on FSR. We're going to go around the country, potentially around the world, and we're going to see who the hell knows their NFL. If you want to be a part of it, 877-99-ON-FOX is the number to call. And we're going to start in Ohio, where Trucker Dave is listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Trucker Dave, what's happening, man? Showing us what's going on, man. Uh, you tell me. What are you doing, Trucker Dave? You driving around? Driving back to Chicago. Nice. Do you hear that? There you go. Yeah, let's hear that horn again, Dave. Oh, my God. What a horn you got. <laughs> now, so, Trucker Dave, do you yeah. do you live in Chicago? I live outside of Chicago. I drive a Toledo 5-night sweet drop and hook 3,200 miles away. Nice. Um, so, I, I keep telling what is the, if, if somebody were to ask you, best deep dish in Chicago, what would you say? Ah, uh, Giordano's. Okay. There's a place that never gets any love, and I'm going to give yeah. them love right now. It's called Exchequer. Exchequer, it's on Wabash in downtown, uh, sort of off Michigan Avenue. Xchecker, right. hands down, the best deep dish I've ever had uh, in Chicago. Hands down. So good. It's so good. Let's let's go live to our – I'd like to chime in with some deep dish thoughts. Insider Chris Perfett for the latest. Chris? I like deep dish. I just wanted to say you mentioned Toledo. That's my hometown. Just wanted to shout out there. Hey, can we dump that? All right. Uh, can, nope. we get it? can we get that 10 seconds of our show back? All right. Two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Joking. Uh, all right. So shout out from uh, – shout out to Toledo, Ohio. Uh, home of the uh, great Bruce Gradkowski also, by the way, if I'm not mistaken. And That's that right. player. And who? Max Klinger from Mash. Oh, okay. Far. All right. <laughs> all right. Yeah, him too. All right. Uh, all right. So, Dave, here's the uh, question I got for you. All right. So, all you, right. did you happen to see Thursday Night Football at all? I listened to it on the on the XM Radio right. now. That that'll that'll do fine. Uh, so, Joe Flacco was sacked a bunch of that game. So, here's my question for you. Two quarterbacks have been sacked more times than Joe Flacco this season. Name one of them. Hmm. I would say. Can it be Trubisky? Can I give you a hint? Give me a hint. All right. It's not Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> I kind of knew that. Ah, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ooh, decent guess, but that is incorrect. No, that is not correct. Uh, Marcus Mariota and Jameis Winston tied for the league lead in uh, most sacks in the NFL. Joe Flacco right behind him after that uh, that disaster on Thursday night. Uh, let's go to uh, Travis, who's listening in Washington here on Fox Sports Radio. Travis, what's happening? How's it going, man? Good. What do you got going on, man? Um. Well, I'm actually in Vegas right now, so... So what are you doing in Vegas? Uh, just got through watching Daniel Tosh in concert. Oh, okay. Now, are you going to? Uh, are you gonna uh, hit up the uh, casinos? You gonna go out for a little bit? It's still early in Vegas. Only like twelve thirty nine. 
Uh, yeah, I'm an old man, so I'm going to bed. All too. right, good. For, you know what though? That that's that's probably a good move. Uh, then you wake up early, you feel refreshed, and you don't let the oxygen in the casinos keep you up until daylight. So yes, sir, that's a good move. Uh, all right, so Travis, here's my question for you. So Thursday night football, obviously, uh, Matt Moore replaced Patrick Mahomes at quarterback. Uh, my question for you is this, and it's a multiple choice to listen to all your options before you take your guess. Which Pac-12 school was Matt Moore drafted out of? Here are your options. Was it UCLA, Oregon State, Washington State, Arizona State, or Quaker State? Uh, I know he wasn't a Coug, um, so uh, I'm thinking it was Oregon State. That is correct. Well done. See, that's what happens when you stay sober in Vegas. You get these correct. That is correct. Oregon State started his career at UCLA, transferred to Oregon State, and was drafted as a Beaver. Drafted out of Oregon State, Matt Moore. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's go to Bree, who is listening in Huntington Beach, California, here on Fox Sports Radio. Is this the Bree? It's the one and only Bree. Oh yeah, how about that uh, former uh, former intern here at Fox Sports Radio, and then she got too cool for us, and uh, and and abandoned uh, Fox Sports Radio. Ke- <laughs> Kevin Figures, can you believe she actually found some time uh, in her busy schedule <laughs> to hang out with us here? She has so little going on that she's calling into our <laughs> yeah. radio show. Really, Bree? Right. That's all right. All right, Bree, what's happening? What are you? By the way, what the hell are you doing? It's right. uh, almost one in the morning. Why aren't you turning up having a party or Come something on, right Bree. now, Bree? What's going on? I'm studying. Studying for what? I have a, a microbiology exam next week. Okay, yeah, well, that me, sounds exciting. Me too, but I'm still doing the show. Well, yeah, well, me too, and I'm still listening to the show. Uh, well, we appreciate it. Your loyalty is uh, will will not be forgotten. Uh, you know that. Yeah. So, uh, all right, so Bree, here's my question for you because you, okay. you've got a. Uh, a uh, micro uh, lobotomy exam coming up next week <laughs> that we want to make sure you study for. Uh, there are two winless teams remaining in the NFL. Who are they, Bree? Oh, my God. Oh, oh, Miami Dolphins. Okay. For sure. Like a thousand percent. Yes. And then uh, the Bills. Oh, so close. No, wait, 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 wait. No, I take it back. It's, oh, it's the Titans. It's the Titans. Oh, my Bree. <laughs> Come Bree. on, Bree. Good God. No, it's the Bengals. Uh, it is the Cincinnati <gasps> Bengals. Uh, that's all right. Bree, Bree, don't worry. Bree, uh, you call back next week if you can, all right? Okay, you still uh, love me, right? Of course. We always okay. love you. All right. So that okay, is, bye, uh, guys. Th- that is uh, Bree, a former intern, a, a real sweetheart here. Uh, she, she said, wait, I take it back. You're not allowed <laughs> you to do do-overs? What are you doing, like, Bree? I just, I just got pushed her out of my own segment, for yeah. God's sakes. Oh. What the hell happened here? Uh, it is the Dolphins and the Bengals. Uh, all right, let's go, to, uh, let's go back out to Vegas. Z is listening in Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. Z, what's happening? Hey there, same old, same old, just handicapping all college football late at night, getting ready to go into the morning. Hey, uh, so. Z, you want a little, uh, you want, it, want me to give you a little uh, tip on college football? I'll, I'll, I'll take another. I, can, I got room for another one here. How, how, about, got? how about Hawaii getting points against Air Force, huh? How about that? Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I can look at my analysis on that. I've done the numbers. I've done the numbers. I think Air Force Air Force is 4.4 points undervalued, according to my model. Okay. Well, according, I can't go with it. Well, according, according to my model, uh, I'll probably be having a couple of beers and live betting on uh, Hawaii. So that, that's according to my model. Uh, but what do I know? Uh, AZ, here's my question for you. Uh, who's leading the NFL in interceptions? Oh, I don't know this. Um, 
It's not Jameis Winston? No, it's not Jameis Winston. He, he sure gave it a good try. Can I give you a hint, Z? No. Uh, AFC North. Um, uh, 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 wait a minute. Well, you'd think Miami, but that they used two quarterbacks, so I have trouble believing that. It's not Rosen, is it? No. No, it's not. No. I know. AFC uh, North. Yeah. Oh, North. No, I'm, sorry. I'm thinking East. I'm sorry. I got my geography messed up. Uh, Dalton. Oh, come on, Z, for God's sake. You've got, you've got, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, Baker Mayfield. Jesus Christ, that's correct, Z. My God, the guy the guy can break down effing Air Force, and he, and he doesn't know what, what the AFC North is? What the hell's happening here? Why am I getting bullied in my own segment? Yes, that's correct. What the hell was that? Literally had had an Excel spreadsheet of of, of where he has Air Force ranked. But didn't know it, who's in the AFC North? All right. Aaron is in Minneapolis here on Fox Sports Radio. Aaron, what's happening? What's up, Jonas? Uh, just hanging out, man. Here's So we're running short on time. Here's my uh, question for you. So Jalen Ramsey was traded to the L.A. Rams. All right. So the Rams now will not have a first-round draft pick for like the next five years. So here's my question. Multiple choice. Listen to all the options before you take your guess. Who was the last first-round draft pick of the L.A. Rams? Was it? Jared Goff, Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald, Todd Gurley, Cooper Cup, or Justin Cooper? Uh, I gotta say Todd Gurley. Oof, that is incorrect. Close, but that is incorrect. Jared Goff. Jared Goff is the correct answer. And with that, a two and three edition with an asterisk here on uh, Guess That Garbage. That was a wild one. Literally had on demand Air Force. Like all I did was I didn't, I just threw a game out there because I'm going to watch the Hawaii game. I I don't know. I don't have money on the game. I don't even know what the the point spread is. On demand, he had Air Force, but he didn't know that the Dolphins weren't in the AFC North. What the hell? All right, uh, coming up next here, Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Coming up next, um, I've never seen this in sports. But it involves somebody that you already don't like. Find out who we're talking about next on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn. Alliances will shift. And danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. 
Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, you got a hell of a horn too, man. A couple of big horns here. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up in uh, 10 minutes from now here on FSR, it is a huge game in the NFL this weekend with careers... And narratives on the line based on one game this weekend. We'll have that for you here coming up in just a couple of moments. Want to let you know, uh, or coming up here in about 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio, a couple of moments from now, a bizarre situation in sports doesn't make any sense. Uh, All right. Uh, Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. So there was a UFC event in Boston on Friday night. One of the guys on the card was Greg Hardy, the former Carolina Panther, um, you know, I guess exiled from the league for all the domestic violence stuff and, you know, all that stuff that went down. Well, he's now fighting in the UFC and they've slowly been building him up and he's getting better and better. You can definitely see improvements and he fights at a heavyweight, but he's nowhere near the top 10, like not even close. You get annihilated in between rounds of his fight on Friday night. He used an inhaler. Like, think about that. If you've watched one boxing event or 1,000 or one MMA fight or 2,000, have you ever seen anybody, you know, use like an oxygen mask in between rounds? (laughs) Greg Hardy used an effing inhaler. And for whatever reason, someone gave him the okay in between rounds to do it. He went out, he won the fight on the scorecard, and then afterwards, everybody said, wait, hold on a second. You can't do that. Guy used an inhaler? And so they switched it to a no contest. So if you had reason to not like Greg Hardy and you didn't trust the guy to begin with, the guy used an inhaler in between rounds in his fight on Friday night. So there's the latest on Greg Hardy. So we've got narratives on careers. We've got jobs on the line and we've got it all with one, one game in the NFL We'll get to that here coming up in just a couple of moments. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. 
You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM Channel 83 and on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are taking part in the program, uh, whether you're uh, driving, delivering papers, whether you're a trucker driving cross-country, whether you're a, uh, a well-known sports radio celebrity who happens to be in the Southern California area, bombed out of his mind in the back of an Uber and texting me, whoever you are and wherever you are, we appreciate a few minutes of your time. As we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance, visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So Sunday Night Football this week is going to be bananas. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun. We've got the Philadelphia Eagles at the Dallas Cowboys. The Eagles, uh, first now, in my Knox locks, I do like the Dallas Cowboys to win this game. Right, I like the Dallas Cowboys. I have a minus two and a half. Right, so that was one of my Knox locks. Now, if it turns out that Philadelphia wins that game and blows them out, and you took my advice and you bet the Dallas Cowboys, that's your problem, not mine. I'm terrible. Right, this has been the worst year in the history of Knox locks. I was zero five last week. Zero five. Like you could flip a coin and do better than zero and five. I was zero and effing five last week, so don't I, don't give me grief anymore. I don't want to hear anybody sending me tweets that I blew it and what a bad you pick. Blew it! Like if you give an alcoholic twenty bucks and tell him to go into a liquor store and get you a bag of rolled golds, don't be surprised if you see a bottle of Mad Dog twenty twenty in his back pocket. All right, and if you are outraged, don't send him in there with twenty bucks. All right, he's buying more than the rolled golds, so don't blame me. If you lose any of these picks, it's not my problem. But I do like the Dallas Cowboys minus two and a half for whatever that's worth. And I actually think you can make a case that the loser of this game will miss the playoffs. Right? And that's got ramifications that go deeper than you're just not available to be a part of the postseason. Look around the NFC. By far, top to bottom, the NFC East is the worst. By far. I mean, the Giants, who the hell knows? They're basically rebuilding. And the Washington Redskins are a disaster. And then you've got the Eagles and the Cowboys. There's no team with a winning record in the division right now. And there's the potential that the New York Giants, who were the diaper fire of the division looking like at least early on outside of Washington, is going to be tied with one of these teams at the end of the weekend for second place. So whoever loses this game may not make the playoffs. That's why it's such a massive game this early in the season. Because if you look around at the NFC North, the Packers are 5-1. and one. The, the Vikings, as long as Kirk Cousins doesn't have to play uh, any primetime games or outside the 1 p.m. Eastern time window, they're a good football team. The Bears are still in this thing. The Lions are much better than people thought. The NFC South, the Saints are rolling. The Panthers, uh, like uh, the West could... I wouldn't be surprised if the NFC West got three teams in the playoffs. We can write off the L.A. Rams all we want. I would not be shocked at all if both wildcard teams came from the NFC West. So I think there's a lot on the line in this game, not only from just this year when it comes to the playoffs, but also narratives, man. If you're the Dallas Cowboys and you lose this game and you don't make the playoffs, major changes. Jason Garrett is probably gone. And if Jason Garrett's gone, that means you're bringing in a new coach. And there's no guarantees that that new head coach is going to be the biggest Dak Prescott fan that everybody else is in Dallas, if they are even at this point. 
Like, I mean, why do you think Mike Vrabel was able to turn his back on Marcus Mariota and go into Ryan Tannehill? Because he wasn't part of the staff that drafted him. Not his problem. Like, not his problem. You move into a place, there's blood on the floor, guess who's cleaning it up? Not the person who moved into the place, the people who moved out. So Mike Vrabel, sorry, not my problem. I'm going to Ryan Tannehill. Like, there's a chance that a new coach could come in in Dallas and not want Dak Prescott. And then we have this whole conversation again. So if Dallas loses this game and misses the playoffs, major changes in Dallas. If you're Philadelphia and you lose this game and you miss the playoffs, guess who it impacts the most? Carson Wentz. Because it's all about narratives. Because, wait a second, we had a guy here, he was a backup, we won a Super Bowl, then we won another playoff game a year ago, and then we had a two-touchdown lead at New Orleans in the divisional round of the playoffs and a chance to win it, if not for a deflected pass that went off Alshon Jeffrey's hands and into a defender. We had, I mean, we had the guy. We got rid of him so that we could keep you and we paid you all that money. And we're not even making the playoffs? Like, you don't think the Heat's going to be on in Philadelphia? That contract comes with expectations. Carson Wentz is going to have expectations. And so as the pressure starts to mount, that's where I want to see what happens because I talked about this earlier. We've heard enough now in regards to Carson Wentz and the feeling about Carson Wentz in the building to where I think it's safe to say there's at least something to keep an eye on. I mean, multiple times, whether it was last offseason, there was a, a, a anonymous sources who were talking about how Carson Wentz, not the most liked guy in the building. They really rallied around Nick Foles. Uh, then there was a report that came out this week from Josina Anderson, somebody within uh, the Eagles on the team or a source on the team uh, uh, criticized Carson Wentz and his ability to throw the ball downfield and not turn it over, that it's too complicated for him. Um, and look, that's sort of kind of a word salad when somebody says, you know, I just think maybe the offense might be a little bit too complicated for what he's capable of. What they're saying is he's not smart enough to run the offense. That's what they're saying. It's an insult. It's an insult for a guy who's been in that system for multiple years now since he, he came into the league. And then there's video earlier this year against the Detroit Lions where Carson Wentz is scrambling around and his offensive lineman just kind of stopped blocking and they sack Carson Wentz and nobody really runs over to help him up. There's not really this rallying around Carson Wentz, like get off my quarterback like you would see around the league in some other spots. Like nobody's really doing that. And so it just makes you wonder when all these things continue to come out, how much of it is true? Like, even if just one of it is one of the uh, uh, stories is true, isn't that enough that there's at least something to keep an eye on? It's at least something to make a mental note of and say, you know what? It's not like something's off there. And it feels like something's off in Philadelphia. Doug Peterson coming out. A guy came out last week, criticized Kirk Cousins. Minnesota dominates Philadelphia, and the Eagles the next day cut the guy who criticized Kirk Cousins. And then Doug Peterson goes on local radio and says, we're going down to Dallas and we're going to win this game. You just cut a guy who took out the quarterback of the other team and then you come back less than 24 hours later in a big divisional game and talk about how you're going to beat the Dallas Cowboys. I don't mind it, 
but why is one okay and the other's not? It just it it feels odd. There just something doesn't feel right in Philadelphia. And I it just when you think about Chris Long and other members of the Eagles a year ago, they had like those uh, those religious candles you get at the dollar store up in their lockers when uh, uh, Nick Foles was brought back, St. Nick, and, and, and all that stuff. Like, I don't recall any of that with Carson Wentz. And they can try and deny it and shoot it down as much as they want. They're never going to come out and say, oh, yeah, we've got an issue with our quarterback. They can, they can go that direction all they want. But it just it wouldn't surprise me. If the feeling in the locker room is this, the guy who won a Super Bowl is gone, yet the guy that you can't depend on physically or in big spots up to this point in his career is the guy who got all the money. And I just wonder how that sits with guys in that locker room. I wonder if you were to strap those guys up to a lie detector test, I would love to know their honest opinion because I do think there's some pushback on Carson Wentz in Philadelphia. I really do. I think there's something to the story. I think there's at least a, a little shred of it that's true. And if it comes out this many times, you at least have to be open to the idea that Carson Wentz just might be kind of a pain in the ass as a teammate. And it reminds me a lot of the Jay Cutler, Josh McCown situation in Chicago. Jay Cutler went down with an injury. Josh McCown was brought in. Josh McCown is one of the most liked players in all the NFL. One of the most liked players. Like, he's the one guy in the NFL who's friends with both Jay Cutler and Johnny Manziel. Like, Nobody seemingly likes Jay Cutler, at least if you believe a lot of the stories that are out there. And Johnny Manziel's had all sorts of issues, and Josh McCown got along great with both of them. Like, just one of the great guys in the league. Anybody that you talk to says Josh McCown's awesome. Like, they love him. That's why the guy still gets jobs. That's why he's still brought in. That's why, I, in fact, I think he's Carson Wentz's backup now. Him or Nate Sudfeld or... Uh, A.J. Feeler, who the hell knows? I mean, I, I could do a whole segment on on backup quarterbacks uh, in Philadelphia over the years. But nonetheless, the Jay Cutler-Josh McCown situation was similar because Josh McCown came in and the offense rolled. They were putting up huge numbers. They were scoring a ton of points. The offense was much better, and the vibe on the on, in the team was better, and the vibe in the locker room was better. Those guys love Josh McCown. But when Cutler got healthy and he came back, he played okay. They gave him a monster contract, and Josh McCown was gone. And there was always this feeling like a little resentment, like, man, you paid the wrong guy. Like, players know. Players know in the locker room, yeah, there's the guy, and then there's really the guy. And Josh McCown was the guy. He was one of the boys. Like, they loved Josh McCown there. And Jay Cutler had friends on that team, too. It feels like Carson Wentz has got friends on the team, for sure. Zach Ertz is is one of his guys. It seems like he always goes to him all the time. But it does feel like they liked Nick Foles more. And they they always know. Those guys always, Mark Schlereth tells the story when he came uh, at Redskins training camp, Heath Schuler was a quarterback that was drafted, I think, number five overall. If my memory serves me correct, Heath Schuler was drafted number five overall by the Redskins. And Mark Schlereth could tell within 20 to 30 minutes of the first practice that the other guy they took later on in the draft was better than Heath Schuler. That other guy was Gus Farad. He had a career. He Schuler was out of the league in a couple of years. I just think players on the team know, and if you're hearing this much noise where there's smoke, there's fire, there's something to this Carson Wentz thing. 
So this game Sunday night, there is not only a playoff berth on the line, but narratives, careers, and jobs. It's going to be a lot of fun in Dallas on Sunday Night Football. Uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox at the Jonas Knox. I want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. All right. Up next. There are several quarterbacks in the NFL that have something in common. All right, something in common. I don't think you've realized it's happening right before your eyes and your ears. Find out what it is next on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, Coming up in a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR, it is the hottest game show anywhere on sports radio. It is pro wrestler or porn star. 
If you've never heard the game before, don't go anywhere. 877-99 on Fox is the number if you want to be a part of it. 877-996-6369. Pro wrestler or porn star coming up 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. So uh, we will get to um, uh, pro wrestler or porn star. Uh, it is it has been a uh, it been a wild uh, past couple of weeks. Uh, a lot of overtime finishes, so it'll be a lot of fun uh, when we get to that here uh, on FSR. Um, I do want to uh, want to mention this because I've I've sort of noticed this. Uh, I don't know if it's a trend or I don't know if anybody else has really spotted it. So if you were to go back. And, and you're just like, we're talking about all these young quarterbacks around the NFL. And one of the things that we're talking about is, well, if you come into the NFL, you can play it in, uh, early in your career as opposed to, uh, you know, from previous generations to where if a quarterback comes in because they bring so many of the college concepts and they, they work around these quarterbacks so much that you'll bring them in. And so, of course... When quarterbacks come in together, because so many quarterbacks are drafted each year because everybody needs to find a quarterback, they're always going to be tied together. Jared Goff and Carson Wentz are going to be tied together. They were part of that same draft class. Now, uh, Dak Prescott was also part of that same draft class. But really, Jared Goff and Carson Wentz, because they went one and two, are going to be tied together. Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota... There's the real likelihood that neither one of those guys is going to be back with their current team and drafted team next season. Like, there's a real chance. I mean, that's, you know, I still think there's hope for Jameis Winston. Mariota's done in Tennessee. Done. Unless he comes back and plays, you know, uh, balls out uh, at some point when he's brought in for Ryan Tannehill, that's fine. But Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota, they're always going to be looked at together because they came in as the same quarterback class. That's why it's so funny to me when I see Titans fans take shots at Jameis Winston when he throws an interception. Because all that is is them trying to deflect from the fact that their quarterback stinks. That's all it is. They want they want to make they want to make it seem like they got the right quarterback of the two, so they're always on Jameis Winston. Here's a reality: Jameis Winston's a better NFL quarterback than Marcus Mariota. Fact, fact, not even close. So the bitterness there is because they realize that, but they're just hoping and praying that Jameis Winston does something so egregious on the field that they can say, oh, see, even Marcus Mariota wouldn't do that. Jameis Winston's a better quarterback. But these quarterbacks are always going to be tied together. Like, why do people – it's why I, I kind of feel bad for Mitch Trubisky. Because no matter what, for the rest of his career, Mitch Trubisky is always going to be compared – to Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Patrick Mahomes won an MVP a year ago. Deshaun Watson might win the MVP this year. And Mitch Trubisky was taken before both of them. Like they're always going to be tied together. There's the great uh, football life or it might've been ESPN. It might've been a, a 30 for 30, but Elway to Marino, I think is uh, I think is what it's called, to where they break down the 19, I think it's 83 or 84 quarterback draft class. And in that draft class, you had Elway, Marino, Jim Kelly, uh, Ken O'Brien, like all, all like all these great quarterbacks that went uh, in the first round of that. And I'm, I'm probably forgetting a couple, but all these great quarterbacks that went in the first round of that draft that you look at and go, wow, that was like that was a hell of a class like, you know. Uh, Marino, Kelly, Elway, 
Ken O'Brien had a good career. Uh, Todd Blackledge, you you see him you know, doing college football games, but he was thought of as being a big time candidate uh, coming out of college. And, and he was drafted in the first round. Like there's a lot of great quarterbacks and they, people always look back at that quarterback draft class and they go, man, that's something. And those guys are always sort of tied together. So I've noticed something this year though. We always pay attention to the quarterback draft class classes that come in together. But what about the ones that go out together? Ben Roethlisberger, done early in the season with an injury. Done for the year. Who knows what the future is. Up there in years. Going to be a Hall of Famer. Ben Roethlisberger, done for this season. Hall of Famer, but we'll see what the future holds. Eli Manning, benched in New York. The Giants have moved on. They've got Daniel Jones. They're ready to to move forward and you know, uh, on to the future, and then we'll see what happens with Eli Manning uh, after that. Potential Hall of Famer, a couple of Super Bowls. You know, you know the the story. Philip Rivers, by far and away, playing the worst football of his career, uh, at least in my mind, and just doesn't have the same zip on the football. Not that he had the biggest arm in the world. Like in in a game that's all about speed, he looks like he slowed down a step, making you know bad decisions, um, a little bit late here and there, lost to a third string quarterback last Sunday night at home. Like just a bad look. Philip Rivers, by far and away, is showing his age more than any other time in his career and playing the worst football of his career. All those guys, part of the same draft class, and all of them are fading away at the same exact time. And I don't know if that's coincidence. I don't know if that's just circumstances that pop up and it's unfortunate, but they all appear to be wrapping things up and they all came in the same draft class. Like you can make the argument that if you just looked at those three guys, you can argue for all three of them as Hall of Famers. You really can. People can say whatever they want about Philip Rivers. Oh, he never won a Super Bowl and, uh, you know, couldn't win the big game. And Phillip Rivers is a damn good quarterback. If Phillip Rivers went into the Hall of Fame one day, I wouldn't be outraged by it. I could understand it. I mean, played, you know, the the, uh, big chunk of the back portion of his career, A, in a soccer stadium and B, in a dump before that. One year they thought they were gone. They were crying at the middle of the field. Him and Eric Weddle are sobbing because they thought they were leaving San Diego only to be brought back as renters for a year and then moved on to to Carson, California in the LA Galaxy Stadium. Like, he didn't have exactly the easiest circumstances in the world to play in. He played on some good teams, and if not for a couple of bounces, and if the organization didn't fire Marty Schottenheimer after a 14-2 and season, who knows what that team could have been. I wouldn't be opposed to Phillip Rivers being a Hall of Famer. Eli Manning, look, average when he's not winning Super Bowls. But that's like saying, man, if you didn't have a million bucks, you'd be poor. Okay, but I do. So, so what are we? What's the math here? Eli Manning, you can make an argument. I wouldn't be outraged if Eli Manning made it made a the Hall of Fame, and Ben Roethlisberger's a Hall of Famer. So you've got three Hall of Famers potentially in the same quarterback draft class, and both of them are coming up towards the end of the line at the same exact time. I don't know, again, if it's coincidence. I don't know if it's just, 
you know, uh, uh, things broke the way that they broke, but it just, we always talk about quarterbacks and when they come in together and we always, you know, uh, compare them and, and, and do uh, contrast their careers and, and we, we side by side and who was better and who was this, but it's not often that you see the quarterbacks who came in together go out at exactly the same time. And that's what it appears like we're seeing with Roethlisberger, Eli Manning, and Phillip Rivers. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, 877-99-ON-FOX is the phone number. That is an important number, and here's why. Every single week, we play a little something called Pro Wrestler or Porn Star here on Fox Sports Radio. It's where we go around the country, sometimes around the world, and we dive into the hottest game show anywhere on sports radio. Pro Wrestler or Porn Star is next here on Fox Sports Radio. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, Kevin Figures. All right, we'll start with Game 5 of the American League Championship Series where the Yankees were able to stave off elimination with a 4-1 to win over the Astros. All five runs were scored in the first inning, Yankees getting a solo shot from D.J. LeMahieu, followed by a three-run shot from Aaron Hicks. Houston scored their run on a wild pitch by James Paxton, who otherwise had an excellent night. Six innings pitch, allowing just the one run. He struck out nine. Justin Verlander does take the loss, though he did end up pitching seven innings with nine Ks after allowing the four runs in the first inning. Game six back in Houston later tonight, 7 Eastern on FS1. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. In college football, it was spotlighted by fourth-ranked Ohio State laying the woods to Northwestern 52-3. Justin Fields, four touchdown passes. J.K. Dobbins had a touchdown rushing and receiving. Marshall defeating Florida Atlantic 36-31. Fresno State hammering UNLV 56-27. Pitt now 5-2 after a 27-20 victory over Syracuse. Back to Jonas Knox. Thanks, Kev. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. What's the name of this movie uh, on the television? Is this The Walking Dead? Uh, Let's go live to our What is the Movie on the Television Insider, Ryan Bershinger, for the latest. Bersh? This is Friday the 13th, the next chapter, I believe, or the new chapter, or the return. New beginning. New New beginning. beginning. There we go. All right. There we go. It's like the 10th one or so something. So the sound is down in the studio, and I don't need to hear one line from the movie. I can already tell you this movie's garbage. Oh, oh absolutely. It's terrible. I'm sure it is. Like, yeah. the acting looks atrocious. <laughs> like, I didn't even... Like, it, it's... Look, I'm, I'm all for you want to, you know, uh, turn the lights out and make it candlelight and turn your house into, a, like, a, you know, a, a hot topic store and uh, and watch slasher movies. That's fine. But some of these movies are so bad. And the acting is atrocious. It's just terrible. But, uh, eh, whatever. That's your thing. It Chapter 2 was good. I liked uh, It. Did you guys see It Chapter 2? I did. I did. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's, uh, it, I, I liked the first one a little better, but I love Bill Hader, so I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't expect it. Or was it, was it Chapter 1 where, um, well, I don't know. A kid lost something early in cha- in uh, in the first uh, first <laughs> first one that I uh, was not expecting. I didn't know that it was going to be like that. All of a sudden, uh, it was uh, Jeffrey Dahmer with clown paint on. I didn't know that's how that worked. But nonetheless, uh, all right. Uh, coming up in uh, 15 minutes from now, here on Fox Sports Radio, I've tried to help. 
Uh, I have been speaking about something for a long time, and now everybody's on board, and everybody wants answers. I've tried to give you the answers, but I'll give them to you one more time. It is NFL-related. Coming up in, uh, we'll call it 15 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, By the way, uh, Kevin Figures, our national update anchor, uh, we have a shout-out on social media uh, from the great Aaron Bender of uh, KFI AM 640 in uh, Los Angeles. The Newsbender. Yeah, the Newsbender podcast, uh, which is a great podcast. You can download it. Go to the uh, uh, Apple, uh, go to your podcast section on your smartphone and download the uh, the Newsbender podcast. Uh, I actually got to be on there. Yeah. Um, Featuring Jonas Knox. Back. Yeah, no, it was, it was fun to do. Like, we just started talking and I, I then sort of realized about 20 minutes in, like, wow, this has been kind of an effed up journey in my career. Like, it's really... <laughs> It's a hell of a saga. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, but uh, but no, Aaron Bender's a great dude. One of um, the best. And when is he going to play pro wrestler or porn star? That's a good question. What the hell you know. is that? I mean, I know he's a married man, so I don't want to get him in trouble, but I mean, come on, man. Can we get some, uh, we need uh, We need some celebrities to start yeah. playing pro wrestler Celebrity, pro wrestler or porn star, we should get that. Yeah. Have we ever had a celebrity play? I, like, don't, I don't think so. I don't think celebrities listen to the show. I really don't. I, I I don't. In fact, I'll be. Honest, I don't think anybody listens to the show. I really. I, I think. Uh, I think anybody that calls in is like bursting or uh, disguising his voice. I don't think we actually have actually listeners here at FSR, on this show at least. Some of the other big shows. Uh, all right. Uh, so without further ado, it's time for a little something we do called this. Is it a pro wrestler or a porn star? Genitalia. I love that. You have an affection for big men. Time to guess that name. It is that time. Pro wrestler or porn star here on Fox Sports Radio. We're going to go around the world, sometimes or sometimes around the world, but definitely around the country here on FSR. And we're going to see who the hell out there knows their pro wrestling and who knows their porn. Uh, so let's first get us started. Let's go to a man who is always low on energy, uh, never excited, and never, ever, ever raising his voice when calling into Sports Talk Radio. And that man is hollering Jay. Well, no, I went first, huh? Let's get the show started. Yeah, show started uh, two and a half hours ago, James. I know, but I mean, pro wrestler, right. porn star. Okay. I want to know how well I do it with porn wrestlers and porn stars. All right. Uh, James, listen, you called the show one time, and you were in a, a homeless shelter. You're not in that same homeless shelter, are you? No, I'm in a group home now, row 36, living with all men. There's four of us. One lives in the basement, three go upstairs, and then there's a staff person that sleeps on the couch that keeps us busy overnight. It's like a kind of a creepy gingerbread house there you got going on, huh, James? Kind of like a creepy gingerbread house. Why? Know, Are you going to give me a golden ticket? I, I don't even. What do you mean a golden ticket? What do you mean? What, what is this, Willy Wonka? Was this Willy Wonka on the Chocolate Factory? What are you and Grandpa Joe going to go uh, sip fizzy drinks and float up into the yeah. ceiling? Yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea what the hell the golden ticket means. Uh, and and furthermore, I don't care, James. I, okay. All right. Uh, so James, uh, but so you're in a uh, you're in a group home. Yeah. Now is it is it a are you is it a home for I mean, I guess it's I. A home. Okay. It's a homeless shelter. Oh, okay, it's a homeless shelter. All right. So because yeah. I, I didn't know if it was like a, if it was like a rehab facility because I didn't want to like uh, make a. You know, like a Jim Beam reference, and you're dealing with like some sort of an addiction issue. Yeah, they are dealing with addictions here. There are chemical addictions here. Okay. Like meth, heroin, 
Uh, marijuana, okay. Uh, the light stuff, okay. Alcohol. Well, that's no big deal. Yeah, whatever. That's like uh, that's the common cold when it comes to addictions, right? All right. So, uh, Holler and James is in Minnesota here on Fox Sports Radio. So we've got him on the line. Uh, this is going to be a doozy. Uh, let's go to um, uh, where do we want to go? Let's go. Um, <laughs> who do we want here? Let's go to. Let's go to Zach in Salt Lake City. You know, let's go to Zach in Salt Lake City, who's listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Zach, what's happening? Oh, not too much, Jonas. How about you, good sir? Uh, just hanging out, Zach. Uh, what are you doing, man? Uh, we're uh, we're we're just prepping to go home, so then that way we can do that one thing the Mormons don't do and uh, drink. <laughs> oh, that's good. Now, do they uh, lower the alcohol by volume in in the uh, beers in Salt Lake City? They they have yes uh, I think they're they're working on trying to get that uh, fixed though but we'll we'll see what happens yeah well I mean listen uh, could be worse man I mean uh, could be no alcohol at all right exactly all right so uh, so here we go so Zach is in Salt Lake City Holler and James is in Minnesota I'm gonna start with James I'm gonna go to Zach if you guys are tied at the end of this list we go to sudden death overtime easy enough easy enough all right here we go. James, you are first up here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star here on Fox Sports Radio. If you would like to uh, score yourself at home, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. At the Jonas Knox is the Twitter handle. All right, so James, you are first up here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. And the name for you, sir, is Valentina Nappy, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Um, Pro Wrestler. That is incorrect. Mm. Yeah, that, no, is, ready. that is incorrect. And it wasn't until I said the name that I got the joke. Uh, all right, we go over to uh, Zach in Salt Lake. Zach, uh, the name for you, sir, here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star is Loco Valentino. Pro Wrestler or Porn Star? I'm going to go Porn Star on that one. That is incorrect. Not this no, time. Oh, a wow. Pro Wrestler. So we, again, are scoreless over to uh, Zach, uh, Holler and James in Minnesota. Next up here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Holler and James, the name for you, sir, is... Ms. Janeth, pro wrestler or porn star? Pro wrestler. That is correct. Well done, James. I come to see a man get his ass whipped. Zach in Salt Lake looking to tie things up here on pro wrestler or porn star. And the name for you, sir, is Vanessa Smoke, pro wrestler or porn star. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm going to go porn star with that one. That is correct. Well done, Zach. Wow. Look at Damn straight. Damn straight we do, James. Uh, back now over to you. banging each other. Back, I hope not. It's a, a group home. Uh, back over to uh, to James in uh, Minnesota here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Uh, James, the next name up for you, sir, to break the tie is Fishman. Pro Wrestler or Porn Star? That is a pro wrestler. That is correct. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, that is uh, that is correct, James. Uh, if it wasn't, oh, yeah. we, we got uh, we got problems. Oh, uh, over to uh, over to Zach in Salt Lake, here on uh, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Zach, the next name up for you, sir, is Alexander Hammerstone, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. There's no way that that that's got to be a porn star for sure. That is incorrect. Wow. Yeah, Alexander Hammerstone is a pro wrestler. So we go back over to Holler and James in Minnesota. James, you can take a two-point lead if you get this name correct here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Uh, James, are you ready? Yes, sir. All right, the name for you, sir, is Morty Lipschitz, 
Pro wrestler or a porn star? That is a porn star. That is incorrect. Not this time. Wow. That is incorrect. No, that is incorrect. That is a pro wrestler. I could see why you thought maybe, you know, the last name. I could I could see, but no, that is uh that is incorrect. Okay. Uh, Zach, you can tie things up here if you get this correct, sir. You can tie it up at two apiece. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right, the name for Zach here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star is Brownie Treats. Pro wrestler or a porn star? Let's go with a porn star on that. That is guy. correct. Well done, Zach. All tied up. I love All Mason Royal. All right. So, Holler and James, this is a crucial point in the game. We're getting late here. And so, if you get this correct, sir, if you get this correct, you're going to take a lead, and it's going to be all on Zach to try and tie it up, or else you win the game, right? So, Holler and James, a crucial moment here in the game. Uh, the name for you, sir, Holler and James here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star is Lovely Evil Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. That'll be a uh, uh, um, uh, Pro Wrestler. That is incorrect. Wow. That I is lost. incorrect. So if over. This right, I lost. Yeah, 100%. Over to uh, Zach. Thanks for keeping score there, James. Over to uh, Zach in Salt Lake City we go. Zach, if you get this correct, the game is over, and you will break James's heart. You will be the winner on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Zach, the name for you, sir, here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star to win the game is... Daria Derriere, pro wrestler or porn star? Uh, that's got to be a porn star for sure. That is correct. That is correct. Yeah. And Zach in Salt Lake City has done it. Daria Derriere is a porn star. And with that, Zach, you are a winner here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Congratulations. Uh, you just beat a man who was at a group home. So I hope you feel good about yourself there, Zach. You got to feed the beast uh, to keep the blood flowing. Yeah. <laughs> a mix of emotions right now. That's so. right. Listen, you know what, Zach? Go uh, go have a beer. Uh, it's probably going to be like 2% alcohol, but who cares, man? Go have a beer uh, and enjoy the win, and we appreciate you listening to the show and calling in. Uh, thank you, Jonas. Good I stuff. appreciate you guys. There it is. Uh, Zach in Salt Lake City, a winner here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Uh, Kevin Figures. I uh, got a couple of uh, just questions for you here. Um, Alexander Hammerstone, <laughs> strong, yeah, very strong. What about Fishman? I, I am so thankful <laughs> <laughs> that was a pro wrestler. Oh god, I just couldn't. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> what was that name that sounded like I had to dump you for a second? What was that again? Oh, Morty Lipschitz. Yeah. Yeah, be careful how you say that on radio. Well, no, it's an that's an actual last that's name. That's a last name for some yeah. people. Yes, that's yeah. a, that's a oh, really? legitimate last okay. name. Yeah, no, you don't want to spit you don't want to space out lip and the last part. Right. Although right. if you did, it would that would, you know, for yeah, sure yeah. be a, a porn star. Uh but, you know, you, yeah, it's that that's a real name. I can't yeah. say I'm very intrigued by Valentina Nappy and Brownie Treats. Those are <laughs> piqued my interest. But that's a smoke. I, I was a big fan of Vanessa Smoke when I saw it. You know what? That's a damn good name. That's pretty good, right? Yeah. That's, that could that's, be either one, by the yeah. way. And uh, and and when you finish off with uh, Daria Daria. I mean, how do you beat that? <laughs> like, I that mean, is just... On. I mean, she could also be a professional wrestler, too. Yeah, that, know? yeah that's her, true. I can only imagine what her finisher would be. <laughs> Fish, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is unbelievable. I think I'm, I'm imagining like a bootleg Aquaman or something, <laughs> and like some <laughs> southern like Missouri promotion that, or something. That's the, that's the first name we've ever had to where Kevin figures literally 
got on mic and said, oh, boy. Yeah, like, this is for, like, that made me uncomfortable. Oof, like, wow, this that, is, uh, we survived. That never happens. Yeah, uh, we, we survived. Uh, so uh, that is a, another award-winning edition of uh, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, Jonas Knox here on FSR. You can get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Up next, uh, I tried to save everybody the headache. I, I gave you solutions years ago. Nobody wanted to listen to me. And here we are, another issue in the NFL. Find out what it is here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR, there is an... There's a group of NFL, of people in the NFL, fans in the NFL, media in the NFL that have exposed themselves for what they truly are. I will tell you who that is coming up 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back matched. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. They were showing highlights um, on one of the TVs in the studio here of that Monday night debacle for the officials on, uh, you know, the and and look, who tried to tell you a couple of weeks ago? I kept I kept saying it and people thought I was nuts. Have you noticed there's an increase in illegal hands to the face? Have you noticed there's there's like they're calling it more and more? I said it weeks ago. You can go look listen to a podcast weeks ago. I said, I'm telling you, they've made it a point of emphasis and nobody's talking about it. Like there's something going on here. It's they're they're on track to to blow past what they did a year ago when it, when in regards to that penalty. And so because it's a standalone game and it's Monday night football, people are outraged. What do they need to do? They're talking about a sky judge in the booth. They're talking about this, 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 and this. And if you think I'm an idiot, that's fine. A lot of people think I'm an idiot. When it comes to football, do you think Bill Belichick is an idiot? Because Bill Belichick has been saying the same thing I've been saying for a couple of years now. Make everything reviewable. Everything. The idea that there's just certain stuff that's off limits, even though we have the capability of doing it, is insane. It doesn't make sense. It's going to take too long. Who cares? It's a football game. Like you're, you're not at the dentist. And they're telling you, hey, you're going to be here another 15 minutes. You're watching football. Who cares? And you're going to get the right outcome, the right result. Make everything reviewable. You could have easily looked back on those plays and said, you know what? Yeah, that wasn't illegal hands to the face. We'll throw that out. But because of that, and because it's not available, you just have to live with the result and everybody complains about it. And that's why I just, part of me wonders if the NFL likes the complaints because it keeps the conversation going the next day. Like, you know, people bitching and moaning. It's like, you know, when the college football playoff comes out, they'll finagle a couple of the rankings because they know you're going to talk about it and it's going to create a little bit of buzz. I wonder if that's what's happening here. So you can think I'm an idiot all you want. You can think I'm a moron all you want. But Bill Belichick thinks the same way I do. Make everything reviewable and we won't have any issues moving forward. Jonas Knox, more out of the NFL next year on FSR. There's a group of people out there. They love the NFL. They cover the NFL. They cheer the NFL. They root for the NFL. They have been, in my mind, exposed. 
And we will tell you who that group of people is coming up here in just a couple of moments. I am Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to this show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us, as always, on SiriusXM Channel 83 and on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are taking part in this program. We always appreciate a few minutes of your time as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on on car insurance, visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So there's a ton of uh, good games, not only in the NFL, but in college football as well, too. We'll dive into that a little bit uh, here on the show also. But I did, uh, I, I found this to be a little bit funny. So I can spot, and I've talked about this before, I can spot two things. And I don't know why I've always been able to do this, but I can spot two individuals. All right, or types of individuals. Somebody who's got money on a game and an off-duty stripper. Like, my winning percentage is like a 1,000. Like, if that were part of Knox Locks, I wouldn't have any losing weeks. Like, I am on the... I can spot money... Or spot any, Somebody who's got money on a game without them saying a single word. They don't say a damn thing. I can tell you they've got money on a game. I can spot an off-duty stripper... I don't I need no, no more information other than just my instincts and the fact that it's 3 a.m. at a 24-hour fitness and they've got mascara on. All right. That's how I know that's an off-duty stripper. Uh the reason I know when somebody's got money on a game is I can remember a friend of mine uh brought a coworker to a bar one time and all the all the NFL games were on. And uh and I said to her, I said, uh Hey, uh, your buddy over there is a degenerate gambler. No, not at all. No. Oh, yeah? What's he doing on his phone? I don't know. He's probably just calling or texting somebody. Huh. It's weird. He always seems to have to use his phone at halftime of every game. Why is that? And why is he always giving off an account number to some random person on the phone? That's weird. Like, why would he do that? What do you mean? As it turns out, full-fledged degenerate gambler. I mean, degenerate gambler. Like, I just, I've been able to spot them. Like, I can identify who they are. The reason I bring that up is because I think I've identified a new group of people, right? And this is the group of people who are shouting the, don't risk Patrick Mahomes' career by bringing him back this season crowd. Like, don't, whatever you do, don't do it. He can risk further injury. Like, if you bring Patrick Mahomes back, I mean, he could do permanent damage. Don't do it. Yeah, those are Raider fans who who say that. Yeah, that's who that is. Yeah, those are Raider fans, or it's people who cover the Raiders in the media because they saw the window open up for just a crack, just a little bit, that they might have a chance at winning in the division because Denver and L.A. stink, and the Kansas City Chiefs were potentially going to be without Patrick Mahomes. And now that the window's been shut... And Patrick Mahomes can come back and and the Chiefs can win that division like they were supposed to. Raider fans are now looking out for the best interest of Patrick Mahomes. BS. I call BS. That's crap. That 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 is not who don't don't buy into any of that crap that they're worried about his long term. Stop. Here's how this is going to go with Patrick Mahomes. The schedule, if you're looking at the Kansas City Chiefs, it's going to look like this. They've got the Packers and they've got the Vikings at home. Those are tough games, but at least you get them at home. Then you go at the Titans. You've got the Chargers in Mexico 
and then you're on a bye week, you're going to get five weeks in the middle of the season to take your time. Five weeks is plenty for this injury. He's going to be okay. If they need to have surgery after the season or look into it then, then they'll look into it then. But this idea that all of a sudden Patrick Mahomes, if he plays another snap, is going to turn into Lieutenant Dan is insane. Stop. You're not looking out for his best interest. You just don't want to have to face him. That's what this is. Like, you know who benefits from this? The Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers, I have no idea if they're any good. I really, like, people can tell me whatever they want about, oh, man, that Aaron Rodgers. I don't know about you, but I see Aaron Rodgers, and he just, he looks older. He looks like he goes down easier in the pocket when there's a pass rush. And although he can still make great throws in the game, I see him frustrated a lot on the sideline. Just as many times as I see saw him frustrated with Mike McCarthy. So you can tell me whatever you want about the Green Bay Packers, but I I don't know. I I'm not a hundred percent sold on Green Bay. Like Green Bay got a break, but the Kansas City Chiefs are gonna have Patrick Mahomes getting five weeks off if they play this the right way, and they actually think he'll be ready before the bye week. But why would you bring him back to play the Chargers in Mexico when you can't really trust the turf? They had to move a game a year ago. There was, there's was, there been issues before. Like, I wouldn't risk it. I'd wait till the bye week. And if you're tied or you have a game lead in the division, wait till the bye week. Until after the bye week. And then you play him. And then you get the Raiders. But this idea that, oh, don't send him out there. You're going to, you know, shut him down for the season. You could ruin his career. He's great for the end of... Stop, man. Stop. Uh, enough. I, I'm, I'm telling, like, I've had this injury. I dislocated my kneecap. The fact that Patrick Mahomes got up and could walk without any assistance after the fact on cleats, on that turf, into the locker room, and they weren't trying to help him, tells me he's in a pretty good spot. All things considered, he's in a pretty good spot. But this idea that you're looking out for is, but no, you're not. You're a Raider fan. You cover the Raiders. You just don't want to have to play him. You saw the opportunity to win a division and then the window shut in front of your very eyes. Like th- that's all this is. So it's, it's the same thing. If you see a woman in mascara, it's 3am at a gym, probably an off duty stripper. All right. I'm just, I'm calling it how it is. And if you see some guy who's constantly on his phone and he seems to be overly upset that the blue Jays only lost by two instead of three, that guy's a degenerate gambler. You can spot him from a mile away. The people sticking up for Patrick Mahomes, you're Raider fans. You just don't have to play him. Jonas Knox here on Fox sports radio. Um, also look, the other thing on this, uh, this ri- ridiculous coverage of this Patrick Mahomes injury, the idea that it's Andy Reid's fault, that Andy Reid is somehow, you know, responsible for Patrick Mahomes and the injury because he had him do a quarterback sneak and he had a bum ankle is, is just some of the most ridiculous overreaction to, well, we need somebody to blame uh, outrage that I've seen in sports radio. And there's a lot of that every single night. Every single night, every single day. But just the idea that Andy Reid is at fault, like, uh, just think about what, like what you're saying. What you're saying is Andy Reid is responsible 
for a guy's kneecap dislocating on the opposite leg of where the previous ankle injury was on a quarterback sneak. Like when when are you more likely to re-aggravate an injury? All right. If it's an ankle injury, when are you more likely to re-aggravate it? Is it on a quarterback sneak? Are you more likely to do damage then? Or are you more likely to do damage when you're dropping back to pass and you're taking like five and step, seven step drops? Like when are you more likely to injure it? I'm just curious. <laughs> like I, I don't like the the, I, the the logic behind that is crazy to me. I, at some point, we have to acknowledge what this league is and what the game is. It's violence. All right, it, it's 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 a collision sport. Car wrecks, car wrecks every single week, every single play. This is what it is. And you can't you can't put these guys in bubble wrap. It's it's why we look up to football players so much because we realize what they go through, what they put their bodies through. And nowadays, they don't even put their bodies through half of what guys back in the day used to during practice and training camp and offs, all that stuff. Like you, you can't oversafe these these football games. You just you can't do it. Patrick Mahomes had an ankle issue. That's a fact. He had an ankle issue. It wasn't like Andy Reid was rolling him out on naked boots. It wasn't like they were doing run pass options. It wasn't like uh, he was uh, doing quarterback draws. It was a quarterback sneak. You fall forward, you get a yard, you get a first down. Tom Brady's 42 years old. He's 42 years old. And he does quarterback sneaks every single game. And he's been on the injury report for a decade for either a calf or a hammy or who knows. Brady suffered a knee injury earlier in his career. They throw him in every time there's an opportunity, quarterback sneak. The Bears probably won't use Mitch Trubisky on a quarterback sneak this weekend because he's got a shoulder issue. I get it. Shoulder issue, neck issue, upper body issue. I get it. But Patrick Mahomes falling forward isn't an indictment of Andy Reid being reckless with his quarterback. Are you kidding? Especially Andy Reid. Andy Reid has never had a quarterback with the ceiling of Patrick Mahomes ever in the history of his career. Not Donovan McNabb, not Alex Smith, not A.J. Feely, not Kevin Cobb. Nobody, not even close. You think he's going to jeopardize that on a quarterback sneak? Seriously? Andy Reid got rid of Alex Smith, who was in the MVP conversation who was playing the best football of his career, got rid of Alex Smith for an unproven Big 12 quarterback in Patrick Mahomes because he felt like he had reached his ceiling with Alex Smith. And the only way he's going to bust through it is with another quarterback who's got uh, uh, the arm strength, unlike we've seen uh, in this league outside of John Elway and Jay Cutler and and Brett Favre and some of these other quarterbacks. And Andy Reid gave up the sure thing and took a risk with Patrick Mahomes. You think he doesn't see the value in Patrick Mahomes? Like the the easy, the safe play would have been to keep Alex Smith as the quarterback. Alex Smith was playing great football. He was in the MVP conversation. They were in the playoffs every single year. And Andy Reid took a chance. You think he's going to throw all that away on a quarterback sneak? Had he known the guy was going to uh, dislocate his knee, it just it doesn't make sense. But this is a problem. We get tired of looking at box scores, 
So we just want to like invent things to be angry about. It like not everything needs to be blamed. Like you don't have to blame everybody. Not every person, not every story and situation needs blame. Sometimes things just happen. That's what happened in Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes or in Denver with Patrick Mahomes on Thursday night football. It had nothing to do with Andy Reid being reckless. The outrage and the criticism Andy Reid got is ridiculous. Uh, Jonas Stocks here on Fox Sports Radio. Want to let you know we are brought to you by Geico. It's October, which means it's Geico-ween. Don't be scared by high rates on car insurance. This Geico-ween, get a quote with Geico and see how much you could save. Maybe so much. It's scary. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Uh, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. At the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, up next here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, people in the media and sometimes you as fans take things really, really personal when they don't go right and, and they actually end up going the wrong way. We've got our latest example of that. It is in the football world. Find out who we're talking about next here on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up in, uh, we'll call it uh, about 10 minutes from now here on FSR. We will have the scraps where we uh, get into some things from around the world of sports we have not had a chance to touch on. Uh, always a, uh, a good time with uh, Kevin Figure, so we will have that for you here coming up uh, about 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, it, it's funny hearing all these, all the doctors on Twitter and, uh, you know, people talking about how the injury happened to Patrick Mahomes and who's at fault and why it went down this way. Man, I, I, I've had the injury. Like, I just, uh, I know what the doctors told me. Like, it, it was, it could have happened at any time. Because you're, the, the band, it's called an IT band, goes from the hip all the way down to the knee, is so tight that it could pop at any time. And it's, it, it, I had it. And and I tore ligaments and I had bone bruise. It just like man, people just gotta. At some point, we just don't. We don't need to constantly find somebody at fault. Like at some point, just settle outside of court, so to speak. Like, you know, like we, we don't need. Like it doesn't have to be. You know, somebody's at fault and who's responsible. You know, sometimes things just happen, especially in football. Like, things happen. When Earl Thomas lit up Mason Rudolph and, and you know, he looked like, you know, one of those, uh, those like, uh, wind puppet things that you put up for the holidays. And once you unplug it, it just falls down and collapses. Like, th- that's what Mason Rudolph looked like. I don't I don't know if Earl Thomas was intentionally trying to hurt him, but I know he wasn't intentionally trying to knock him out for the game. Stuff happens. It's a violent sport. Collisions happen all the time. Like you don't you don't blame Earl Thomas for it. You don't blame Mason Rudolph for it. And you sure as hell don't blame Andy Reid for a guy dislocating his kneecap uh, on on a, a quarterback sneak. It just it it's it, it felt dumb to me, honestly. Uh, all right. Um, Give me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Um, speaking of uh, Earl Thomas, I swear to God, I have no read on the Baltimore Ravens or the Seattle Seahawks. So they're playing each other this weekend. The Ravens are at the Seahawks, four twenty-five Eastern Time on Fox. And you look at just the records. Only look at the records of Baltimore and Seattle, and you think, oh my, you know what? These are good football teams. This is a damn good game with a couple of good football teams, and, you know, uh, top top of the division, and 
and all that. And yeah, like they both look like if you just look at the record, they appear to be good. And and then you realize you look a little further, eh, kind of some smoke and mirrors, some smoke and mirrors with all this. So the Ravens opened up the season with wins over the Dolphins and the Cardinals. All right. As we've learned, the Miami Dolphins are atrocious. All right. They're, they're you know, uh, watching a Dolphins game is like watching two bums throw up on each other. It just te- it's terrible. Like you don't like you don't know what you're looking at. Like Josh Rosen, I actually think Josh Rosen got bailed out. Honestly, like people feel bad for Josh Rosen. It sucks. They told him they were going to make him the start of the rest of the season, and now he got benched again for Ryan Fitzpatrick. I actually think he got bailed out because that was a no win situation. No time to throw the ball. Uh, everybody's on the trading block. They've already traded away a bunch of good players. Kenyon Drake's on the trading block now. Like, they've got nothing. It is a full-fledged rebuild. And Josh Rosen was going to be the sacrificial lamb back there, taking a beating uh, when he's got a a potential career to think about. He's obviously not going to be the quarterback in Miami. They're going to take a quarterback in the draft. So if if I'm Josh Rosen, and I don't know what happened, whether there was some sort of a blow-up during the week where he said something to piss somebody off there with the Miami Dolphins, but it's a, I actually think it's a blessing in disguise. Get the hell out of Miami. Don't take any more of a pounding behind that cruddy offensive line that already traded away their best player on it earlier in the season. And go try and see if you can revitalize your career somewhere else. Because he's been in two spots, the worst spots in the league in back-to-back years, and I'm just hoping the guy gets a chance to actually get an opportunity and a real legitimate opportunity to be an NFL quarterback. So, like you look at so the Dolphins are bad. And that's one of the wins for the for the Baltimore Ravens. Then you got the Cardinals. They beat the Steelers, and you can argue that was a game they should have lost. If not for a Juju Smith-Schuster fumble, Baltimore maybe should have lost that game. And then the game against the Bengals was a little closer than what people realized. So Baltimore, yeah, they're at the top of the division, but ugh, like the one game you look at and you go, what what was that? Is the game against Cleveland? Cleveland dominated Baltimore. In Baltimore. So, like, you look at that and go, well, that's that's not, not a good win. And then you look at Seattle. Yeah, Seattle's top of their division, but when you actually look at who Seattle's beaten, four of their five wins have been by a combined eight points. I, it, like, these are nail biters. These could, like, one play here, one play there, and we're talking about a three and three football team. So you you got those two teams coming up on Sunday. I I just I don't have a read on either one of them. I really don't. I don't know if either one of them's good. They both feel like teams that are going to get to the postseason, and and I would give Seattle an edge to make some noise in the postseason because I just think Russell Wilson's awesome. I, I've always loved Russell Wilson. I think he's. I, I'm glad to see he's finally getting some of the credit he deserves. And maybe it's because people have not been paying attention on the East Coast and he plays in the West Coast. So maybe I'm more aware of it being out here in Southern California and being in the same time zone. Russell Wilson has been great the entire time he's been in the NFL. The entire time. Like, this is not a development. This is not a surprise. Anybody who's watched enough football of Russell Wilson knows he's been great. He's just now starting to get a little bit of the love for it. So that's a game that's going to be uh, interesting to watch, 425 Eastern Time on Fox. The other one, which is a college football game, and I was – Talking about this earlier, that I'm starting to wonder if maybe some of the criticism that goes along with it is people who are a little angry that they were wrong about it. Um, 
And I think this happens a lot in the media, and I, I think it happens maybe more now in the media than it did before. And I think it's because of social media. If you make a prediction or you make a, a guarantee or you give out some sort of a, you know, a, a, a score or a preview of something or you, uh, you have a take and it turns out to be wrong, you get buried on social media immediately. Back in the day, probably wouldn't happen. Or, or at least, you know, wouldn't wouldn't be as many people coming out of the woodwork. Knox Locks is terrible. I'm terrible at it. And I will tell you I'm terrible at it. And people will let me know. If I get a prediction wrong, if I get something wrong, people will let me know uh, immediately. And they're waiting around for you to fail. Like, you never hear from them when you do well. But when you fail, you always hear from them. And so I think people have started to take that, especially people in the media, and they've started to get a little bit sensitive because they realize if they make a prediction, or at least they think if they make a prediction and the prediction is wrong, it's their reputation at stake. Because too many people in this business think way too highly of themselves. We're not that important. We do sports radio. I've said this. In, in the backyard of life, we're the piece of dog crap in the corner. That's what it is. We do sports radio. Come on. Let's stop. Get over yourselves. But the problem is because the reaction and the negativity is instantaneous. People are almost afraid to either get something wrong or they're way too emotionally invested in their picks. I, I refuse to be that guy. I'm not going to do it. I just like, I gave out my Knox locks earlier. I'll, I'll, I'll give those out again uh, before the end of the show. And this is coming off an Owen five week. I don't care. Like I'll I'll play it. Yeah, it's terrible. All right. This is this is when the fun starts. I hit rock bottom. Let's see if I can actually win a game this week. I don't care. Like, who cares? What do you like? I, I don't take it personal. Stuff happens. You make a prediction, you get it wrong. So what? Who cares? As long as you know you're not mailing it in and you're actually putting the work in and the time in and you believe what you're saying and you're not faking it, who cares? I'm I, I just I refuse to fake it. But I think people take it personal because of the pushback they get, which is why when you see the criticism that a team like Michigan and Jim Harbaugh gets constantly from the media, he's overrated, they're overrated, Jim Harbaugh's on the hot seat. First of all, not even close. He's not even close to being on the hot seat. You're insane if that's what you think. Secondly, it's not like Michigan is losing games to bad football teams. Like, everybody points to these Michigan games like, oh, my God, as, a, as an underdog on the road against Big Ten teams in the top 25. Yeah, there's actually a couple of good teams in the Big Ten. I don't know if anybody has been paying attention, but there's, like, some good teams. So here they are. They find themselves over a touchdown underdog at Penn State. It's a Saturday night game. It's in Happy Valley. It's a whiteout. And Penn State's really good. Yeah, Michigan should probably lose this game. But you know what's going to happen? People are going to continue to pile on Jim Harbaugh and talk about how overrated he is. And, how, and I really am starting to wonder if it's people that are too emotionally invested into it and people that actually are the ones that overrate Michigan and Jim Harbaugh every single year. And every time he burns you, you take it personally. So you get a pushback against Jim Harbaugh and you get a pushback against Michigan. At some point, if you continue to get Michigan wrong at the start of every year, and it feels like that's what's happening every single year, whose fault is that? Is that Michigan's fault 
or is it your fault because you overrated Michigan going into the season? Like, I just think a lot of this and a lot of the vitriol that Michigan and Jim Harbaugh gets are a lot of people that are either uh, have this misnomer that that Jim Harbaugh is is arrogant and a weird guy and 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 not really uh, uh, fun to work around and not really fun to cover and and says bizarre things and takes shots at other coaches and you know patted Jim Schwartz real hard on the back when they were shaking it at midfield during a 49er line game like I don't know if it's part of that or if it's part of the fact that your prognostication your pick your prediction when it came to Michigan has been wrong every single season so every time they lose a game which by the way they should lose which is why they're over a touchdown underdog you take it out on them Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, up next, we've got the scraps, some things in the world of sports we have not had a chance to get to. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, Kevin Figures. All right, the Yankees were able to stave off elimination Friday night. They notched a 4-1 to victory in Game 5 of the ALCS over the Astros. New York hit two home runs off of Astros ace Justin Verlander in the first inning. They scored all four of their runs in that first frame. James Paxton pitched six innings of four-hit ball, allowing one run and striking out nine. Giancarlo Stanton was back in the lineup as the DH. He was 0-3. for He missed the last three games with a quad injury. Game 6 tonight at 7 Eastern on FS1. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore, with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. A quartet of college football action on Friday night. Fourth-ranked Ohio State dismantled Northwestern 52-3. J.K. Dobbins 121 yards rushing and two touchdowns, while Justin Fields tossed four touchdowns through the air. Pittsburgh led Syracuse 24-6 at the half. They would hold on for a 27-20 victory. Marshall beating Florida Atlantic 36-31. Fresno State hammered UNLV 56-27. Injury news out of the NFL. Alvin Kamara and Jared Cook both out for the Saints against Chicago this weekend. The Packers will be without receiver Devontae Adams against Oakland. And Lyle Collins and Tyron Smith, the offensive tackles and receiver Amari Cooper, all of the Cowboys expected to suit up and play against the Eagles on Sunday night. Back to Jonas Knox. Thanks, Kev. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, Coming up 12 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, I have got something in common with two really good football players. All right. And it's not what you think it is. All right. So find out uh, what that is coming up here 12 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Right now, though, it is time for a little something we do on the show called this. Jonas. You moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron. These are the scraps. And for that, we turn it back over to the voice of L.A. Sports Radio, Kevin Figures. Kev? So the thing that the Nationals and Bryce Harper currently have in common, they're both at home waiting. Uh, Bryce Harper's waiting for the start of the 2020 season. The Nationals are waiting for the start of the World Series next week. And he did do a recent interview with The Athletic, and he was asked about his former team and uh, his feeling towards the fact that they were able to advance further than they ever have in the first season that he is no longer there. He said, quote, I'm so happy for them. You know how hard it is to get to the postseason and get and be able to win games? For them to be able to put it together this year the way they have is an amazing thing. Jealousy isn't good. For me, it's about having the gratitude to go out and do what I do each day and not having an attitude towards anybody else. 
Do we buy that he holds no resentment towards the Washington Nationals, seeing them win the first season that he's out the door going to Philadelphia? Well, I think he's got a good enough relationship with guys on that team to where you know, he probably still has some friends on that team. So yeah, he's happy probably, for us, buddy. Yeah, he's probably happy for them. But Nationals fans are probably obnoxious. I mean... Is there anything like Capitals fans a couple of years ago? Wasn't like <laughs> Alexander Ovechkin, like uh, you know, eating pennies out of a fountain? Essentially, like, uh, yeah, just like real weird stuff after they won a chance. Like, so he's probably tired of hearing about it from the fans. But I like um, who's the former um, Barry Zito? Barry Zito uh, came out with a book recently. That's right. Yeah, and he talked about how. The first year, because he was a member of the Giants when they mm-hmm. won the World Series in 2010, and Barry Zito said that he was, because he didn't make the postseason roster, that he was quietly rooting against the Giants. Like yep. he was, like, brutal, being brutally honest, just said, my ego was all messed up and I took it personally and, and I shouldn't have, but I found myself rooting against him. I didn't expect Bryce Harper to say that. And plus, the guy's got 300 something million dollars. Yeah, he's fine, Come right? <laughs> like, would you, would you rather uh, play in a World Series or have 300 million dollars? I mean, come on, man. Like, get out of my face. I'd rather give me the $300 million and uh, and, and, I, and I'm never allowed to watch baseball again. That's actually a good one. Kev, if somebody said, all right, you can have $300 million, but you can never watch baseball again, would you take it? Bye, baseball. Yeah, see ya. I'm cool. Yeah, I'm out. Okay, neat. I don't have to watch uh, Patrick Corbin and uh, – Whoever, whoever's going to uh, bullpen game for game one of the World Series between the Astros and that, like it just, I just think people, when you have that much money, are you really worried about nothing else matters? Yeah, I, come <laughs> on, man. I, I mean, I get like more money, more problems, but yeah. And you talk about legacies too. Like, I mean, if he ends, if he continues on this trend that he's having, he's going to end up being a Hall of Famer based off of his individual yeah. accolades. So, like, uh, you asked, it's the age old question: Would you rather be a scrub on a championship team, or would you rather be? a all-star, superstar Hall of Famer. And universally, most guys will say, I'd rather be a Hall of Famer, 100%. be one of the best in my sport, than be a role player and be an average player on a championship team or two. 100%. 100%. Now, uh, the NFL uh, says that they're willing to make some changes to their to their policy. There's been talk. Roger Goodell spoke earlier this week and felt like they're making traction towards getting the CBA redone before it expires next season. And a couple of the concessions, this according to a report in the Washington Post, could be the owners who are actually in favor of taking disciplinary power away from Roger Goodell and placing it in the hands of an independent arbitrator. And this is something the players have been pining for for ever, essentially, for years at this point in time. It looks like it's something that Commissioner Goodell may be willing to actually back off of. And also, there may be a willingness to loosen the league's policy on marijuana when it comes to their drug testing policy. One concession that could be given up on the player side, and I know you alluded to not caring too much about this previously, was the addition of a 17th regular season game. Well, that's all this is. Like, they're throwing... You always start high, like uh, what your demands are. We want this. Five hundred trillion dollars. Oh yeah, we want this, 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 and this. It's why there's OBO uh, at the end of uh, prices when you go on like the recycler or you see a car for sale on the oh, side yeah. of the street because yep. it, it's or best offer. So they're telling you, hey, we'll be open minded to uh, to marijuana use, and uh, and uh, you know we'll give up uh, uh, Roger Goodell being able to to hand out punishments in the NFL, and we'll. 
Uh, or we'll just take the best offer. Like they can, they can ask for all these things that they want, and it feels like they're like both sides are publicly posturing for things that they want. When what's going to end up happening is probably what happened last time, to when the players were demanding this and demanding that, and then finally the owners worked them into feeling like they got a gift because they didn't have to practice as much. Like that's what happened. And I just it, like it feels like the players get worked in every one of these negotiations every single time they have one. And so, and also this Roger Goodell, um, you know, not giving him the power to hand out punishments in the league, like, doesn't that feel like something that maybe would have, like, worked two or three years ago? You would think, right? Like, he's been pretty lenient lately. I mean, Tyree Kill's back. Um, Zeke was back. I, like, it feels like he's kind of improved in that department. And when it comes to matters of, if you want to talk about, like, say, the Vontez Burfick suspension, I mean, that came down from the Players Association side who spoke out against that. That wasn't even, I mean, Roger was in concert with it, but the players agreed with it. So that wasn't an autonomous decision by him. Yeah, it feels like he's improved in that that regard to where a couple of years ago, I, I get why that would be a major priority, but... As of right now, I don't think it's I don't think it's the biggest issue that that yeah. either side is facing. And maybe that's why it goes back to your original point. Well, the the NFL can say like, oh, we're going to strip your power, Roger," and it's like, well, okay, we've been more lenient the last couple of years anyway. But hey, if it makes the players feel better, we'll end up getting yeah. our seventeenth game perceived so, gift by all means. Yeah, make them make them feel like they're getting something. More more results of their phenomenal leadership by Demarie Smith and the Players Association. So bad. Uh, now, there, a lot of times when you have gentlemen that go to a strip club, one of the funny jokes that you would use is, oh, I'm putting these girls through college. This may actually legitimately be happening with a woman down in Florida. She's 27 years old. Her name is Chelsea O'Brien, and she apparently is in trouble because she apparently has pilfered $38,000 from a man she met while working at a strip club. Wait, like did she earn it or steal it? No, she stole it. So she did not. She, she met this guy who frequented this club. It was an elderly gentleman. His his name and age have not been given, but it was an elderly gentleman is how they describe it. This is in Orlando, Florida, and apparently she convinced him to allow her to move into his house, where under his nose she got access to his bank account and ended up withdrawing about thirty eight thousand five hundred dollars from his account. Okay, elderly gentleman, right? Elderly gentleman is how they describe at it. at a strip club. Yes. Yeah. It's like a declawed cat. Like, what's the point? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's nothing there. What are you scratching at? <laughs> like, right. They got a lot of pills that do a lot of things these like, days. Now, okay, yeah, but I mean, I don't know if it'll do that much. <laughs> like, you know, like, I just uh, that that feels like uh, you know, but more than what you would buy at a liquor store next to the yeah. uh, next to the low glasses, right? Uh, as you check out, I. So sh- she got a hold of his account information mm-hmm. and then was able to get. Thirty what? How much money? Thirty-eight thousand. About thirty-eight thousand four hundred and forty-eight dollars. She found a way to transfer from his checking account. It said made unauthorized transfers. So I'm assuming a transferring from his account to her personal account. And like she thought that nobody would notice. I how she thought one of his family members. Again, he's elderly, so I'm pretty sure he has people who probably look over his estate when it comes to these sort of things. Noticed it. They they notified local authorities. And now she's in uh, she's in deep trouble. I love how the family members step in, really concerned about their their elderly family member. When there's when, large sums yeah, of money involved, yeah. When, when he's when he's lost almost forty thousand dollars. Never mind the fact that he's at a strip club at eleven thirty <laughs> in the morning. Yeah, never. Like don't don't look into that. Just look at the the, the finances that are that have gone missing. Hey, maybe they had a good brunch uh, spread or something. Who knows? I I just like man. <laughs> I, I don't. I look. <laughs> I, I get it. You know, you guys want to look after a loved one, but maybe we ought to identify what the real issue is. The guy's going to strip clubs. 
Uh, and, you know, uh, just what Pro- terrible. Pr- priorities, Jonas. I have to worry about my trust fund first. I, I, we'll take I care mean, of the old man later. <laughs> I, just, I just, and how, she, how would she get all of the account information? That's a good question. I don't know. I mean, he could have felt, who knows? He could have fell asleep, you know, or whatever. She grabbed his credit card. There, you know, things are pretty easy to get to nowadays. Maybe she convinced him to give her the account number. Who knows? I mean, do you know the name of the strip club? Unfortunately, it is not listed. Okay. Orlando, Florida. Maybe Rob Parker knows the name. I mean, yeah, well, he's a big fan. I I just, I can't imagine that any strip club that's got a woman who's stealing $40,000 from an elderly man, an elderly man who's at the strip club uh, without his family's uh, knowledge, or else he would have stepped in earlier. I can't imagine that's the nicest place in the world. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's pretty seedy. Yeah. Uh, That's probably not the word you want to use in describing that. But again, I mean, you know, different... uh, <laughs> different strokes for different folks. I don't know if you want to use that one either. That's a good point. All right, those uh, are the scraps. That is uh, Kevin Figures. Uh, job well done uh, by everybody involved uh, here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, get Kevin on Twitter at kfig1, kfig, and the number one on Twitter. Uh, all right, Jonas Stocks here on FSR. Uh, coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. I've got something in common with two players in the NFL. They're actually good players in the NFL, uh, but it's not what you think it is. And a reset of Knox Locks. Find out how much money you're going to lose next uh, this weekend next on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, something in common with a couple of players in the NFL, but not what you think. Uh, that coming up here in just a moment. And a uh, we'll take another uh, look at Knox Locks for the week. Uh, can't be any worse than last week, so screw it. Uh, all right. Uh, want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. So I, I realize this. Um, so Devonte Adams has got turf toe and Patrick Mahomes has a dislocated kneecap. I've actually had both those injuries. And one of them, the the dislocated kneecap was suffered playing basketball at a family reunion. And the turf toe happened because I was down on a knee and one of my buddies shoved another buddy over me. It was like one that old school trick where you get behind somebody and then you shove them over your back. Except uh, my buddy, uh, just like his fat ass, just fell on top of me. My toe folded up under me and touched the top of my uh, my uh, foot. So it literally folded back. And to this day, like I still there, like I have an issue with my left foot. Like to this day, like like part of the bone sticks out a little bit on the side. It's it just it's definitely different. It's not significant, but it's definitely different than the right. And I had issues with that for a long time. So, uh, for what it's worth, uh, I suffered turf toe and a dislocated kneecap. And I never played an NFL game after either of those injuries. So I'm not trying to be doom and gloom here on Fox Sports Radio, but uh, but I can relate to the uh, to the issues of uh, Patrick Mahomes and Devontae Adams. Um, last, uh, we'll take a look back at a Knox Locks, just for those of you that maybe missed it earlier in the show. Uh, I was 0-5 last week. You cannot possibly do worse than that. Most people will hide from it. I'm staring it straight in the eyes and letting you know I suck. 
It's bad. This is the worst season I've ever had picking NFL games, but I'm going to go back to the well. Uh, Screw the Falcons. I like the Rams minus three. Uh, The Dolphins plus 17 at the Bills. The Bills are averaging 18 points a game, and they're favored by 17. What? Doesn't make sense. Uh, I like the Colts minus one. I think the Texans have a letdown coming off a big game at Kansas City. I like the Giants minus three getting back Saquon Barkley. And then I like the Cowboys minus two and a half at home. I think they bounce back. And I think there's a little bit of dysfunction in Philly with Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson and company and all the injuries there. So uh, that is this week's edition of Knox Locks for Chris Perfett, for Ryan Bershinger, for Kevin Figures, and for you listening. Thanks so much for chiming in. Uh, I'll be back on with Bucky Brooks at 4 Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.